Tonight, the topic from love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Uh, <laughs> you got me. Uh, Trying out a different We might have some, can... some problems. Yeah, I'm so I'm near the router, so hopefully we won't have the same issues. And then the hardwire is coming for Sunday, so... Hopefully, <laughs> this will be fine. What we're trying to say fine. is there may be some lingering technical issues tonight, but what would this show be without a little duct tape? And certainly, what would the Wednesday call-in stream be without an extra strip? So we will uh, we will get through it, as we always do, and we appreciate your patience with any technical issues that may happen. Although this time, presumably, at least I'll have a caller to help ba- bail me out so I don't have to feel like oh, yeah. I was thrust upon an island on a moment's notice. It's, it's It's so funny how, like, uh, when that happened on Sunday, I was kind of freaking out in my head a little bit. And and like I went back and I listened. I'm like, yeah, it's not you like to have the banter, but it doesn't yeah. come across as though I'm losing my shit yeah. while trying to yeah. talk about some news story. Um, but it's funny how that can have that effect in your head. So don't do that to me again. Don't just dip out. Is what I'm trying to say. Doing my best. Anyway, uh, you guys know how the uh, the call-in show works, but if you're new to the show and you'd like to participate, the rules for how to participate are in the YouTube description. We will uh, take calls on our Discord server in half-hour segments. We'll stop every half-hour to check up on Super Chat on YouTube, DLive, and Trovo, and uh, Tippy Stream as well. And uh, we'll take your email questions at the end of the show. Uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, send us one of those email questions the one and only place to do that contact page of my website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. There's a call in the show question form, and we'll get to those in about 90 minutes as we do each and every week. Anything else before we talk to our first caller? Nope. Let's do it. All right. Damien is up first. Damien, you there? Damien. Okay. Speaking of the duct tape. <sighs> Let's try Lol. Lol, you there? Oh, how's it going? Hey. Doing well. What's on your mind? Um, was what was it? Oh, was a uh, race war on your 2021 checklist? <laughs> race Isn't war, that... yeah. It's been on every year's checklist. Uh, so I'm specifically referring to uh, South Africa. Uh, have you uh, been paying attention to anything there? Some of the footage I've seen makes uh, Minneapolis look tame. Yeah, it, it looks really bad. Does anybody else think this is hilarious? Uh, well, I did see... I'd be lying if I didn't smirk a little bit when I saw looters burning KFC? down a KFC. I didn't I didn't quite know what to think of that. Right. Yeah, jogger's gonna jog, man. It, it was kind of inevitable with South Africa. that whole, The whole concept of South Africa as the rainbow nation is an absolute shit show. Well, can you explain? I'm not sure I understand exactly what's prompting these riots. Not that there's a rational or logical explanation for it, but there's they, they imprisoned a former president or something like that. I don't know the politics of what's going on there. So, so this is my brief 
uh, poll summer poll and Wikipedia summaries. Basically, there well, South Africa is a bunch of different ethnic groups. There's the British, there's the Boers, there's a bunch of different African tribes. So the former president was can't recall his actual name, but he was a a, 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 a member of the Zulu tribe. Everyone in Africa is corrupt, and then he was indicted for um, corruption charges. And then basically, that whole political side made it about race, essentially, because race is so complexly integrated into South Africa. So, so they, they think he's being racially persecuted? Uh, it's not so... It's hard to persecute a majority. They, they well, that's what I understand, they, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the, but... the, the, the current president, the, loot, the looter protester side, basically view as a house N-word, metaphorically mm-hmm. so the person the prosecution of the former president is basically viewed as this house and we're continuing the neo-colonialist policy the internalized white supremacy got him i see yes and yeah. um my favorite thing, well not my favorite thing the funny thing is to see the indian community of south africa basically it's not so much to be, because of the specific area it's more indian so the the uh, Zulu population is primarily looting Indian businesses to protest the whites. Yeah, but Indians and whites are joining forces against black people. This has some really interesting racial connotation. I And blonde is like the Cersei wa- watching all, over all of it, all yes. the chaos. Yes. Yeah. Well, people have been talking about this for years. I can't believe it took so long. Yeah. So, so I think this is kind of a good thing to take notes for um, probably 2023 when this comes to everywhere else. Um, if you like one thing that you can kind of see is everything is your safety depends on your community. The police are, if not as corrupt, well, no, you, there's video has been coming out. The of police actual... looting and rioting. Yeah. Uh, what? That, yeah, totally. Oh, well, yeah. It, it, it's a failed state that this, this entire concept of the Boers usurped land from, um, from the Zulus is, is is untrue uh they they inhabited they colonized totally uninhabited the Boers refers land. to like dutch white people or who, who yeah are they? i think that they have some ethnic german in the, there i shouldn't the, even the, say colonized because there was nobody there the, it, basically literally. the if you follow the standard evidence basically the um bantu which is the zulu population came there about in a thousand a.d so they're only they basically were the first colonists so it's really but the Bantu fault. tribe also lived in um, other parts of Africa, and they it was south it was North South Africa. So in Cape Town, there was nothing there until Boers got there, uh, totally uninhabited. Oh yeah, so the, the basically the South Africa should exist probably as six or seven separate nations. The, 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 there's no doubt there's going to be a civil war, and um, take notes. That's all I have to say. And, uh, all right. Well, thank you for the information. I, I watched the Twitter videos, but I have, I just, I have no context to understand what I'm seeing. Then again, it's like when you watch similar footage in Minneapolis or Seattle or Portland, do you really need the context? It's just rampant criminality. I mean, no, the only context you need to know is that apartheid is the best thing that's ever happened to South Africa. And now those people are fucked. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm just gonna let that one simmer. Anyway, the, the best, the best source for videos is Pine Tree Riots on Twitter. 
Okay. Of course, apartheid was good for South Africa. Uh, look at what's happening now. I'm sure if you talk to a bunch of South Africans that don't want people looting and rioting, they would be like, "Wow, bring back the apartheid state." But the <laughs> Boers need the Boers need to leave. I mean, you can't be surrounded by black people. Uh, they're they're totally screwed. They need to move to Russia or whatever they can do. Well, yeah, even then, yet there's like three or four distinct even black groups in South Africa that tend not to be best friends. So uh, yeah, are you telling what? me that diversity doesn't work? Anyway, we gotta let you go. Even even with well, yeah. See you later. Thank, thank you, man. Bye. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can get Discord to work here. There we go. Uh, Damien, we'll try Damien again. Damien, you there? Hey, I'm here. Can you guys hear me this time? Yes, yeah. sir. Sorry about that. I don't know what uh, was going on last time. No problem. It's probably something now, that though. you screwed up. <laughs> I'm certain of it, Blonde. <laughs> uh, well, I've got a bunch of different topics I'd like to talk about. I'll let you guys kind of choose from uh, maybe broad themes. One of them is kind of uh, complicated and perhaps slightly lengthy. And then we got some more like basic topics, uh, like vaccine policies. Yes. Uh, vaccine policies. Yeah, I'm into it. What about you, Skag? I'm always interested, sure. But if you if you have other uh, interesting topics, spit them out and we'll pick. But vaccines are fine. Like another topic is gay marriage. I'm interested in kind of revisiting. Or I don't know if you guys have even talked about gay marriage before. Oh, we have. Yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. Short responses, no. All right, let's uh, let's talk about. Um, I want to talk about this complicated thing, actually. Even though Blonde voted for a simple vaccine policies, I'm why did you even ask us about, then? Fine. <laughs> I hate myself, Blonde. Okay. It was really dumb. Yeah. It was really dumb. It's my fault. It's a horrible call so far. Let's make the last uh, three minutes much better. So Sounds I've been good. thinking about. I've been thinking about uh, capitalism, and uh, the question I've been asking myself is: Are we? You know, many of us on the right, are we too devoted to capitalism? I mean, I, I have historically been like extremely capitalist, right? Like very kind of libertarian. Matt, I would imagine you're currently probably largely in the same boat of being very capitalist. Blonde, maybe your fascism takes you a little bit away from uh, capitalism. But like, I think for a lot of people on the right, capitalism is kind of a, a bit of a religion almost. And I'm slightly concerned that it, it might be too much of a, relig a religion to us in the sense that we don't really ask ourselves the question, you know, is capitalism really the best economic system and will it always be the best economic system? Uh, I, have more to, I have more to say. I don't know if you guys want to jump in at this point or if I should keep. I mean, I, uh, I would say yes, both in terms of yeah. practical effect, but more important. Well, just as importantly, possibly more importantly, uh, in its moral value. I think it, it is the natural outgrowth of property rights, which um, if Wait, those you're saying are it's not the a, best possible system. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. uh, I suppose you can make your argument. for. It, I'm saying it's the best morally, but it's also the best practically. It produces the best end results. But um, property rights, I think, are, are fundamental to any just or moral system. If we don't respect property rights, it's just a question of who's committing the crimes against each other. Well, I'm not a, a proponent of global capitalism because that um, that erodes the workforce of any given nation. So capitalism within the confines of America, I think that's fine. But <clears throat> what we've done here is just filled our country with with Chinese crap and capitalism from a moral perspective either. We've talked about this so many times, but if, if families get divorced, then, you know, they're going to need two TVs. They're going to need two fridges. Capitalism doesn't care about the quality of our culture. In the same way that that um, personal freedom, personal liberty, 
um, require a moral core. Yeah. Right, but capitalism right. too requires a moral core. Um, purely yeah. in speaking. The, in the absence of a, of a moral core and in the presence of globalization, capitalism has been uh, largely disastrous for, for our nation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with disastrous, but it, but there are flaws that emerge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like, bo- I like what both of you guys are saying, especially you, Matt. I think you gave a nice two pronged defense of capitalism saying it's practically the best and morally it's, it's the best. I, like I say, I, I really agree with both of those things uh, up to the present, acknowledging the flaws that blonde kind of called out in the mm-hmm. practical consequences. But what I'm worried about is, as I look towards the future, I think I have to ask myself the question, is there a point, and I ask you and the listeners as well, is there a point where the power of capitalism becomes so much greater than what one's labor provides as t- in terms of value or, or power? Is there a point where capitalism becomes such a great leverage relative to labor that it's almost unjustifiable from a moral perspective or in terms of the practical consequences. In other words, imagine like 30 years from now that, you know, Google has designed like an artificial general, you know, super intelligence that mm. can basically like control all of us. Are we going are, like if, if that is something that might come to fruition, are we content to let our principles, you know, t- take us down that path where Google can just rule over all of us because what? they were able to leverage their capital in such an effective way that we're now powerless to this super intelligence that they've created, for example. Is it, it depends on the definition of control, mm-hmm. I suppose. I mean, are, are in this scenario, are we not able to opt out or leave their um, leave whatever mechanisms of power they have in place? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people who kind of look to the development of you know, artificial general intelligence, you know, a super intelligence that's smarter than humans mm-hmm. as like something that could very plausibly like lead to the extinction of the human race, maybe like even more plausibly than nuclear war or something like this, because the power that this super intelligence, if it's, you know, something that's smarter than humans, I mean, the power it could wield over us is just so tremendous in terms of, you know, there are so many ways that it could control us. I mean, autonomous weapon, weapon systems, controlling the <laughs> nuclear devices that we have created, um, you know, shutting down the internet, like basically mind control through the internet, like the ways that an artificial intelligence could control us are so, it's like vast. Um, like it, it could, you know, create and control a robot army of sorts. Like, so there's a point where with enough capital, you can, yeah, you can control everything, you know, you could, you could seize total control. And I think that that is a risk within like the next few decades. So while I think capitalism has been the best system up until now, I'm concerned that if we adhere to it too much like a religion, that we're not willing to ask, you know, is there a point where capitalism becomes quite dangerous to freedom and to overall human well-being? Maybe, but, but I... I would just ask what the alternative is, because if we have to preemptively violate other people's rights in order to prevent the violate the theoretical violation of people's rights in the future, I mean, that's a dangerous game to play as well. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, it, people wouldn't be so dogmatic about cap, about capitalism if we weren't a, a secular society, largely. Hmm. So imagine a religious society uh, congruent with free market principles. It would be it would operate entirely differently. Uh, a religious society. Oh, you're saying a religious society would operate different than we differently than we do right now. As in, there'd probably be less in, interest in um certain vices. Say, uh, yeah. Well, people would treat free markets 
differently in a faith-based society. Mm -hmm. uh, certain things would probably be not would probably not be market viable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like your question about what's the alternative, Matt. My yeah. answer is I don't have a better alternative because even if we shut down capitalism in the United States, the problem is there's going to be either China is going to they're still going to develop this super intelligence or, you know, these autonomous weapon systems or some other country is going to have unfettered capitalism. So even if we shut down capitalism here, uh, it doesn't even really solve the problem. So I don't actually have a solution, yeah. which is part of the reason I'm very kind of blackpilled about <laughs> humanity's future over the yeah. next several decades. But all right, time to boot myself. For well, sure. yeah, thanks no, for thank you. Good question. Yeah. Thanks for the thoughts, man. Uh, very interesting. My, my pleasure. Have, have a good, good night, night y'all. Hey. Uh, oh, Ricky Ricardo is up next. Do you think it's the real one? Uh, he's dead. Oh, did he die? I think so. How's Lucy, Ricky? Dead. How you doing, guys? Doing all right. What's on your mind? I just wanted to bring up the uh, topic of Cuba to see, just to bring awareness to it, see what you guys have been looked into and how much you guys know about it and what our audience knows about it. I know very little about uh internal cuban political affairs but uh, you know i've seen the um i've seen the the uprisings about vaccine shortages that are going on lately and i i've seen <laughs> or at least however it wants to, the administration wants to frame it so i don't know a lot other than i've seen kind of the surface level clips of um you know people protesting uh the the, yeah. the communism that's going on there and um people occasionally chanting pro u.s things and waving u.s flags and all that that's about all I know. Okay. I mean, I can I can tell you with confidence. It's they the Cuban people do not care about vaccines. They don't want. I mean, they'd like some medicine, obviously, but they don't. That's not what they're chanting and cheering about. Um, it's. I mean, the dictatorship. The levels over there are pretty bad. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you'd have to dig around for it, but a lot of the videos coming out of there are pretty brutal and horrific. Um, there, the uh, the state police is going into everybody's homes and. You know, if you're a 17, 18 year old kid, they're going in there and pulling you out by force and separating you from your family to join the uh, state police. Oh, God. To fight against your own people. Uh, I really? They like abduct you into mandato mandatory uh, police or oh, military service? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's they, not like a draft. It's like they just show up and yank you. Yes. Uh, There's huh. actually Yikes. a video that came out this morning. Um, and it's pretty horrific. Uh, I mean, it's the stuff of nightmares. There's a, a, a young mother holding her, her two or three-year-old daughter in her arms. And uh, I mean, the, the government cut off the internet, so we're getting bits and pieces here and there. Um, but essentially, she's recording at the front of the house. There's about five or six state military officers banging and kicking at her, at her door. And then she turns around and aims the camera to the back door. And one of the other agents kicks the door down and comes in with a gun and points at her husband. Uh, who then proceeds to shoot him right in front of her and her kid. The police uh, shot shot her husband? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, now before, so, yeah, they, they know everything. And, again, this is third world. So imagine the future for our country if we don't, you know, um, get, are, keep this on. Have, have you lived so. in Cuba? No. So my hmm. – I was born here in the States, but my grandparents fled mm -hmm. from Cuba as refugees. Uh, my grandfather owned, he was a private business owner uh, back in the 60s. Um, and as soon as Castro took over, uh, obviously the state came in and, you know, pr uh, took away everybody's private property. Uh, and then 
he had uh, some guns at his house, and when he heard about the confiscation, they were going around confiscating weapons. He decided to dig them up in the backyard. Wow, uh, he, he really them. did it. Yeah, he, he really did well, it. Yeah. Well, they if they would have found out, they would have killed him right away. But it was yeah. all for nothing because um, they came back shortly after and sent them out to, I guess, one of those work uh, gulag camps for about two years. Oh my so god! It was pretty brutal, but they made it out. They made it out. Uh, and uh, did he ever recover you know, the firearms? He did, but I huh. mean that humidity and heat and all that well, they were all rusted to hell so still though that's it, it. even like, if it doesn't function anymore that's like a that's kind of a well i don't know you tell me that seems like a cool keepsake if you were able to recover it just to remember what i don't know i maybe you don't want to remember but that is uh that's a moment have, of history you know what i mean yeah except for i mean i would have loved to have had it but uh when when, when you leave cuba like that you take whatever in your pockets and that's yeah. it, you there's, there's no, you know, wait, wait, let me grab this uh, heirloom here. It's just, hey, let's get yeah, the hell yeah. out of here and no looking back. Yeah. So uh, there, there's uh, plenty of clips out there and, you know, a lot of a lot of protests happening here in the States. Um, what, um, you know, real quick before we let you go, what do you, what do you think the prospect for change in Cuba is? Do you think this is going to produce anything or do you, do you think they're going to be, so, uh, you think they're going to meet the boot? Well, from what we're from what I've been seeing from bits and pieces uh, from within Cuba, it looks like uh, they're the the government is a little bit the the communist party is a little bit nervous. Mm. Uh, Venezuela recently uh, offered up their military support, which is also another hint to the fact that that they're kind of nervous about what's going on. There's Venezuela is offering of to support people. the the Cuban government. Yes. Okay. Maduro offered support for that, so which you don't ever see. I mean, this stuff has been going on for you know sixty years, but uh, now is when we're starting to see that you know the, the the people are coming out onto the streets and and they're peacefully protesting for real this time. <laughs> um, and was there uh, was there any single event that caused this, or is it just uh, kind of now is the time we're tired of this? sort of event. yeah it's kind of now's the time because okay. the, the folks that are out now in the streets they're they're second generation they were not around during the initial quote-unquote revolution so mm -hmm. these are the kids of those folks who were you know shot and killed or jailed or prisoned or whatever so <sighs> and they were from childhood they were um brainwashed in school and all that so i guess it, you know essentially now it's enough is enough and they're uh yeah, they're on the streets, and they're they're actually being shot at and uh, by live ammunition as we speak. There's video out too, and Ugh. not not quite uh, Kenosha style, but yes, I, I there is a video of a uh, a young Cuban kid shot in the arm, and you can see the bullet hole, and it's 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 pretty bad. So I'm not for any intervention, uh, believe it or not, um, at least from from our perspective. Uh, even though I'm kind of caught in the middle here. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that I think, I forgot who it was that announced it, but essentially they said, uh, the U S announced, you know, do not flee, do not come over here. We're not going to accept you into the country, which is actually in favor of the people, you know, um, because if we start allowing refugees in here, um, that'll just allow and empower the communist party to continue on for another 50 to 60 years, because everybody there is going to want to come over. So. 
It's it, yeah, right it's, now. It's it's essentially all or nothing right now. It's, I agree. It's, it's, At some point, you well, you got to fight, and I I know it's easy yeah. for me to say in a cushy seat, uh, a couple thousand miles away, not having to do that fight. But yeah. n- yeah. even the I don't think even the U.S. can save Cuba without the Cuban will to do it. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I hope you know Godspeed to them. It's a it's a worthy fight. I hope they take it up, and I hope they win. Yeah, I'm, I mean, this is uh, I'm I'm hoping the same over here, but I, I don't know what to expect really. I mean, it's they're they're literally it's literally rock. They're throwing rocks against a military with rifles and that's true and guns. So it's you know. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe uh, I don't know arms deal. Send them some uh, <laughs> send them ah. some help. You know. Well, the the Coast Guard is. Uh, Needless to say, not allowing any private boats or anything to to make their way into Cuban waters because uh, just got to go scuba diving to find all the ones that yeah, Americans have yeah. ditched. And let me tell you, there are plenty of uh, gun gun shop owners that are ready to donate all their stuff. So, oh, I believe hmm. it. Yeah. Well, thank you for the information. Anyway. I I don't know much about it, so it was helpful to to hear your explanation. Appreciate it. Can I send you guys some some clips and videos to? Sure. Yeah. Just yeah. uh, okay. just send me an email or you can use the form on my website. All right. Great. Thank you, man. Thanks, guys. Okay. Uh, Michigan Expat up next. Mr. Expat, you there? Good evening, Matt. Hello. Hi. Good evening, Blonde. Hey. Okay. So what I wanted to talk about tonight is... I mean, I mentioned this before, you know, I carry, uh, these days I carry around a pad folio of, uh, articles, you know, disproving, you know, disproving, you know, all, you know, the, uh, you know, COVID countermeasures, whatever, you know, the, you know, need, you know, quote unquote need for them. Um, you carry physical guess, documentation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have, I have, <laughs> wow. I have a pad folio with me. I, you know, I have not, been, I, I have not been harassed about face diapers since December. And, wow. you know, then again, you know, I mean, the restrictions have been relaxed in my area for, I don't know, the past month or two, you know, at least since May or earlier. I mean, so I, of course, you know, for all I know, people are mistaking my pad folio for me uh, carrying my vac, my quote-unquote vax papers with me. But, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I guess the question I wanted to ask you, because you, you you've kind of touched lightly on this. You know, you've, you've made some comments here and there. But, I mean, my question to you is, I mean, you know, do you think I should start red-pilling the masses? Because, you know, I mean, the way, the way I broach this is for example, you know, I talked, you know, I talked to an employee because you know you go to a lot of the retail stores, and you know their company still requires them to wear face diapers, but they don't require customers to wear face diapers. So you know you kind of have this, you know, sort of inconsistency, you know, double double standard, whatever. You know, not not gonna lie, you know, I see I see these retail workers, I feel bad for them, and you know, it's like I guess where I broach this is I'd ask them, you know, aren't you tired of wearing that thing on your face yet? And You're going to be like, like, a, like a union organizer of a different variety, basically. Mm. They're going to I mean, boot yeah. you out fast if you start doing that stuff. But you think it's, so? a, it's a pointless endeavor. Oh, yeah. People so, are so dumb. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I could see it possibly being effective. But the second the boss at that place of work catches whiff of you doing that, you're out and they have an eye on you and they'll call the cops if you come back. I don't think that even matters. It's like this red pilling the masses thing. Uh, if COVID and cities burning down and all this other shit hasn't red pilled you, like I don't, I don't give a fuck. I, you're, you're, you're dead to me. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> we should all stop trying to like convert the normie. Well, I, I mean, you and I, I sort of have an ongoing disagreement about this. I suppose. Uh, you know, you bring the fire, and I try to, uh, con- I try to talk to people and convert them slowly over time. I think both are probably mm-hmm. necessary. But yeah. um, I, I, honestly, I don't 
would we be doing this show if we thought no one was reachable? I, I wouldn't if I thought nobody was uh, available I would. to conversion. It's cathartic for me. Mm. And like all things, it's about me and how I feel. So, I yeah, I still would do the show. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, to, to encourage you just a little bit, how is it that the left is so successful in fundamentally changing our behaviors and society all the time? It's by one control of the culture and sort of the subtle messages, but two, it's by the overt messages in person like that. Why did everyone put on a mask? Because they were intimidated to do so. And they didn't want to be the guy who stood out from the crowd. The second you redefine the crowd, you're the one in control. And and, and most people will kind of go along with that. Yeah. But I, you do that through sheer force. Well, I see, I don't, most people, and I'm not saying it's the only way. Uh, all I know is the, what converted me on a lot of ideas was people presenting me with better information, better reasoning, assuming that I'm coming to the table with good intentions. And I just eventually realized I didn't have better arguments than they did. Yeah, I but didn't you're have a better... smart, reasonable person. I think that most people are going to respond better to an assumption of good intention. However, there are plenty of people who just want to be told what to do. I, I won't deny that those people exist. They, they're definitely yeah. out there. Done reasoning with people. All the yeah, smart I mean, people are already on the right. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, my bank, for example, you know, I, I asked the one teller once, you know, you know, aren't you tired of wearing that thing? And she's like, yes, you know, you know, they, they, they have to give us, you know, breaks more often than they, than they used to because, you know, so we can, you know, take the things off and breathe and whatever. But that, that was back before I started carrying my pad folio. But I mean, it's like, you know, if I had a yes answer from someone, you know, are you tired of wearing that thing? Yes answer. I'd be like, you know, what if I told you, you know, you're actually harming your health, you know, wearing one of those things. And it's like, you know, I, and I'd offer to talk to their manager, you know, and then I present my, you know, evidence to the manager and, you know, see what they have to say about it. Mm. I mean, I mean, obviously I'm fully prepared to get kicked out of, you know, someplace <laughs> And I wouldn't do th I wouldn't do this in some place where I was intent on like shopping regularly. But it's like you know I, I go to these stores and it's like I you know I see these people and you know I feel bad for them and it's like you know I wanna you know I wanna you know do something you know I wanna I wanna, I wanna start doing something you know I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna see if I can actually uh, you know actually you know like do this you know get get the uh, in the, the uh, intended you know response I'm fishing for. I, I mean, like, like you know, the I, spirit. I mean, I mean, it's, yeah. I, I really do. Be, even if you if you sort of um, get one person's mind thinking or even changing yeah. one a day adds up a lot over time. That person talks to his friends or family members. So there's kind of a, a an outgrowth there. Um, yeah. I mean, is it the sort of thing that you're going to change all of society tomorrow? No. But if everyone did the sort of uh, seed planting that you're doing, the culture would change. I, I yeah. like the spirit. I really do. Because, I mean, what I have here, I mean, a lot of these are from, you know, alternative sources. I mean, people aren't, people probably don't want to listen to InfoWars. People probably don't want to listen to Gateway Pundit. They but, should. I, mean, I do have one. I know. But they right? won't. I know. I know. I, You're right. I, mean, I they do, won't. I do have, I do have an article from the Washington Post. You know, it's a little bit more mainstream. You know, I do have a copy. I do have a copy of Anthony Fauci's academic paper, you know, explicitly stating, recommending against the use of face diapers in uh pandemic influenza yeah uh, he, mm. he, just, he just explains that they just exacerbate exacerbate the condition i mean this is his academic paper with his f and name on it peer-reviewed no. by at least like two other people now see so. you're going the route you're going the route that is my inclination which is like sir have you seen this information that was a, exactly. uh, a scientific uh objective based study of this maybe we combine with blonde's vision which is you just very politely say they look like yeah. a pussy when they're wearing it 
I said that today to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah, yeah. If, I, if I just wanted to do that, if I just wanted yeah. to do that, I mean, as I'm walk, as I'm walking by a face diaper person, you know, I just be, I just be lowly chanting under my breath, diaper face, diaper face, diaper face. Right. Or when yeah. you see them in this situation, yeah. women really have the power because weak men, especially respond viscerally to sexual shame. So any attractive female listeners out there, you have a job to do. You have a job to do. You need to sexually shame men that are wearing face masks. You need to say, wow, do you have a vagina in those pants? Wow, you're wearing a face blanket. Wow, you're such a pussy. Do it. It'll just destroy them. And that's what we want. Yeah, my 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 my, uh, my lines are, you know, just chan- either chanting diaper face or saying, you know, if you think you're sick, you're supposed to be staying home. You know, just, you know, that, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, whatever you know? happened to and that? Not, and not, and it, yeah, not, not, you know, not being, I don't want to be too aggressive. I don't want to be too confrontational. I don't want to, prov- you know, I don't want to be, you know, quote unquote, uh, you know, I don't want to come off as, you know, trying to provoke a fight or whatever. But yeah. it's like, I kind of want to get this point across. I mean, I've been harassed, you know, how many effing times at grocery stores or, you know, over the past year or whatever. And it's just, you know, I want to get us out of this situation, but, you know, as peacefully as I can, you know what I mean? I like the spirit. I, I like the spirit and I wish more people were thinking the way you are. So you got my encouragement to, for sure. And, but yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to bolster my collection of sure. articles. I'm trying to get these from more <laughs> mainstream sources that, you know, people well, are more likely to listen to, you know, like your Washington post, et cetera. Sh- sure. And we, we got to let yeah, you just, go for now, but sure. definitely let us, let us know how it goes. If next time we get a call, uh, let us know how the operation is working out. And by all means, you know, if anyone wants to leave in the, you know, the discord, whatever, the, uh, the text, uh, whatever, you know, some articles, whatever that I, I can uh, use, you know, I definitely appreciate that. So thank you, man. Have a great night. You. Thank and you. Good luck. Yes. Thank you. All right. We are due for a break. Okay. Let's see. Who do we have? Long dong. John says, won't Susan drop the ban on you faster than Avenatti drops the soap if you show the toe live on stream? I doubt it. It's actually not super graphic because it's so wrinkly. It's kind of hard to see what's what. If people didn't catch on Sunday, we're still planning for this Sunday for the official toe reveal, right? Mm -hmm. I assume we'll do that like basically top of the show, like one of the first things. It's amazing. I looked at it for like 40 minutes yesterday. Okay. And I, I have not seen it either, people. So it'll I sent be... you a picture. I didn't see a picture. Where was it? I sent oh. you a picture on Skype and you said Oh, gross. maybe it was... A f- wasn't it before you bought it, though? No, it was in when? my... Must it have been was, weeks ago. I, I owned it, but it was not yet in my possession. Right. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen you with the toe. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it'll be a, a reveal for me basically we do the same and i feel like i need to clarify that the woman that lost this toe it's not from a cadaver this was from her live body she left the pathologist sans toe and remind me again about um capitalism's moral void yeah (laughs) i don't see how this is immoral i didn't i didn't take it from a woman's dead body she she gave it to the pathologist presumably it's legal to sell so what's the problem here a slippery slope of selling human body parts. We've been over. I'm it. fine with this. All you right. want to buy a kidney from somebody on the black market? I'm fine with that too. <laughs> All right. Holden Mulray. Uh, in the 60s through 80s, massive suburban flight led to urban decay. It was bad. Later, we had renaissance of cities. It was good at first, but then it was called gentrification, and that's bad. Come on, man. I know. Like, do you want us to uh, let you guys drive by shooting each other to death? Drive by shoot each other to death. Or do you want us to gentrify? Because there are really only two options here. I, 
I'm thinking of a third, but it seems like fantasy. Wakanda? <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but some variant thereof. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, Detroit is what actual Wakanda is. So uh, uh, the, and it's got to be closer than anything else. It was South Africa. What about that? Uh, I, I can't pretend to have a deep knowledge of South Africa, but as I said, some of the isol surely isolated Susan, surely, uh, totally non-representative video clips I've seen coming out of South Africa, make what look, make what happened in this country look, um, like child's play. I mean, it is re- this, the footage I saw, not just the burning of individual buildings. You heard it here, I'm- black community. You need to step it up in America. <laughs> <laughs> Putting words in my mouth. What I'm saying is I saw like an entire city's worth, a mob that is an entire city's worth loot. There was a mall outside of um, Johannesburg or Johannesburg. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm not super familiar with mm-hmm. South Africa. But this this entire mall was was stripped clean of goods. We're talking thousands of people in a roaming horde. Mm. Yeah, ridiculous scenes. Yep. It's like black walking dead over there. Nari the Kitsune. Wish me luck on putting together a Winchester 1897 tomorrow after disassembling it nearly a month ago. I don't know what any of that means. I assume that this is gun talk. I, I can't say I've ever uh, assembled, disassembled, handled. I, I don't know anything about it, but it sounds cool. Um, Sershi says, in regards to South Africa, the eternal truth applies. Not all dumpster fires are socialist, but all socialism ends in a dumpster fire i think you've forgotten about national socialism <laughs> the, one, the one the true one form the one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jason morales gut feeling democrats will rewrite the history of their 2022 losses by saying it was all caused by red states enacting restrictive voting laws uh yeah maybe maybe this stunt that's going on with the texas democrats it's it's just the cringe factor of their their self congratulating and how yeah. they view themselves as heroes. Oh my God. The, the tweets and the videos. Ooh, rough. We'll talk about it on Sunday. I presume. Um, don't day two cases. Cubans have the will, but as with Hong Kong, Hong King, he said mm. they don't have the guns. That is also true. Mm. Um, yeah. They, I don't know what they're going to do without guns. This is why it's so important like, you have to have recourse against your own government. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I last night before I went to bed, I was um, doing some video work. But I, while I was waiting for stuff to process, I was uh, browsing Twitter, and I still follow Keith Olbermann because I love those Keith takes. And he had just posted a video. Uh, I guess it was just a right wing own. Did you know that the Second Amendment never uses the word own? Therefore, the Second Amendment does not uh, articulate a right to own a firearm. That's made that- up. So keep and bear does not mean own. That's a, that's a fantasy. Also, uh, somehow the 14th Amendment post uh, Civil War anti-slavery uh, Reconstruction Era Amendment meant that you have a right to kill your child in utero. Like you yeah. can infer <laughs> that, but keep and bear doesn't mean own. Oh, uh, the the constitutional philosophy is uh, amazing to watch. Yep, they the mental gymnastics. Our uh, last one for right now. McCarter Mobile says, "Does Blonde have an Amazon wish list?" I don't because it's a little prostitutey, like a touch prostitutey, right? I, I don't. I I don't know. How is it akin to selling your body? It's. I don't. I don't know. It's just like huh. uh, maybe it's not. Maybe maybe we are prostitutes. 
anyway. <laughs> well, I, I like to think that we're selling um we're selling thought we're selling thoughts T H O U G H T S. Not T H O T S. Um well, there's and, some of that and, too. And it, I'm having yeah, a great hair day, so and uh, you know, community and all the things this show entails. It doesn't include the selling of a body. Um at least when the, the toe body is parts involved. we're open yeah. to that. Yeah. All right. We're um, good. Just over on Trovo and DLive really quick. We'll hop back into the calls. Issue, thanks for supporting the show. Accidental Poet, uh, appreciate it as well. Uh, and William Cooper, thank you guys. Uh, let's see. Over on DLive, um, Silosopher, Rico Man, uh, W. Burkhart, thank you guys. Much appreciated. Let me see if there's anything on Tippy Stream. We'll get right back into the calls. Uh, let's see. Just one over on Tippy Stream. <laughs> What's so funny? Well, it only approves of selling parts of bodies, not the whole body. Right. A very that clear distinction. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says, I stood no chance. My first fandom aged five was Spice Girls. Uh, I can only individually say I wasn't turned gay by abuse. Oh, so this is related to this was actually sent yesterday, but it's related to Sunday's talk about abuse um, uh, an uncommonly high or a, an unusually high amount of abuse that's common in the backgrounds of gay men, according to, yeah. well, just uh, gay people, I suppose, generally, yeah. Yeah. according to certain research. Um, we were getting into that a little bit. I and do. If somebody tells me they're gay, I just assume they were molested as a child. I don't know. I don't know what the numbers say. If and anybody course, has any data on that, any hate data on that, please send it my way. Blonde of the belly of the beast at gmail.com. It says, uh, okay, but he's saying he was converted by Spice Girls. Spice Girls made him. Maybe. Uh, Spice Girls were awesome. I don't think hiding relevant data on us helps long-term and reflects badly um, on us uh, saner ones, too, making all of us look insecure. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and for every conversation we have, like the one on Sunday with the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus and when this repeatedly arises, I mean, I know there are a lot of gay listeners of the show um, who want nothing to do with any of that. I, I know that that ex- I know it's got to be very frustrating um, yeah. on the other. But the other side of this is why does this for all the agenda denial? Why does this agenda persist? And, yeah. and why is it? Believe me, I was all for leave me the hell alone. Like that's that was the this that was an issue that I cared so much about as a, yeah. a teenager and a young adult was like, yeah, these people should be left the hell alone and have the same rights as everybody else. And I'm still there, as we've talked about many times, why the slope is so slippery that it means um, leaving people the hell alone suddenly means that uh, a rainbow monkey dildo man has to teach children to read at the library, as we saw <laughs> yeah. this week and other events prior. Why that has to be the case. Yep. The logic escapes me a little bit, but there's no denying that it has produced that sort of result, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying is the fault of the same types like Aaron, who just want to listen to their Spice Girls and be left the hell alone. Yeah. But it has been... Um, somewhat of a sequence for whatever reason. And we should yeah. be able to talk about that freely. I agree. Anyway, uh, back into the calls. Reloaded AK. Mr. AK, you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. What's on your uh, mind? I got two topics. I've, I, we can either go with the Trump fucked over the supporters from January 6th. I sent you the article on that one, Matt. Or we can talk about 
Well, we're going a little bit too easy on the the gaze from the San Francisco Choir and uh, how bad it's actually getting in the upper echelons of your of our society. Too easy. Well, this this actually uh, loops right into what we were just talking about. So I'd be inclined yeah, totally. to talk Let's about talk the about gay men's course. We actually just name dropped them. So yeah, yep. yeah. Too easy on okay. them, you say? I did. By Are the way, are you saying um, that we should be better utilizing the tall buildings we have in America's <laughs> oh, urban center? Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, uh, do you know? Uh, like I've been. Uh, people from my neck of the woods have been uh, finding some very, very uh, interesting um, data on the people in the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. I've seen it. I've had a few people emailing me, and we were mentioning this on Sunday, so I know that there's some suspicions. Well, the, the, the ones that have been added as pedophiles are true. They had their okay. names, you, like their, their names were in the, like the border, like their border directors or whatever. Like the names were matched with the images on the, uh, the, like the music video. Okay. So these are and, just so I'm clear. These are not the two main guys singing, but they're members of the group who were background yes, the, okay. to, to the, uh, the five members of the group uh, that were, have been, that were named so far at, after about eight hours of the video being out, like there's been more people like potential names. I just haven't looked into it. And the thread on 4chan has been constantly being taken down. Like they kind of don't what? want that to happen on 4chan. Yeah, yeah 4chan this was on 4chan. Is sanitized this is a, now? Huh. No, hmm. well, I mean, I don't know. If, yeah, I, I think this is like these people, like the the gay mafia, is a thing at this point. The gay Jewish mafia, because I mean, like the the guy, the guy, the main guy, and the other guy who was singing, I think in the in the song, uh, where they're both Jewish. I mean, uh, yeah, Japanese Jewish guy. Yeah, Japanese Jewish guy, and then another Jewish guy. The funny thing is, is that the the Awada guy, the half Japanese, half Jewish guy, started another production called "The Boy Who Danced on Air." I heard about um, that. What about the Afghan dancing? Oh boys? yeah, someone yes. sent me this too. So what's this? Is that is the is the production sort of uh, loosely pedophilic called, or something like that? Yes, no, not loosely. It's expressly pedophilic. Okay, it's a, it's about a a a. a uh, an Afghan uh, practice called bachabazi, and it's about um, child, uh, male child sex slaves being sold to older men. And they're basically, it's, it's dancing boys, more or less, is what it means. Ah, yeah. I think what bachabazi means. And it says what, uh, they're supposed to be sold, and then they live with the older man up until 16. Uh, by custom, they're supposed to be released. But then in this production called The Boy Who Danced on Air, the 16-year-old boy and the uh, master wanted to keep having a homosexual relationship. Uh, okay. <laughs> also wrote by two two gay Jews, by the way. Uh, Those are hate facts. Enough, fun, yeah, hate facts. Hate facts of the day here. But like the funny thing is, is that the Bachabazi thing wasn't a problem in Afghanistan until after we threw out the Taliban in the early two thousands. The really? Taliban were the ones running Afghanistan until we came in and threw them out. And then the Bachabazi mm-hmm. thing started happening, and our fucking troops were going ballistic mm-hmm. because they didn't like seeing it. And their their superiors were told to stand down. You can't do anything because it's their culture. And then as soon as the Taliban starts rolling again, this shit's probably going to be put to bed because they don't want anything like that to happen. But well, some some cultures need to be ruled with an iron fist. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, welcome to the USA, which stands for usury, sodomy, and abortion. (laughs) And the S is (laughs) wow. Uh, Uh, That's great. That's. I mean, at this point, can you deny it? No. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't. I would say we have our U and A are def but, like sorry <laughs> S and A are definitely a big problem in the United States. 
Usury Saudi. Usury, usury. That is so fantastic. How have uh, I never heard that? Uh, I, w- I would say the, I a, the A is is the chief one, but um, sodomy as well. Yeah, lots of sodomy. <laughs> like, if you get to have it a production like will corrupt your children, like being able to be put out there, and it's not because that they got downvotes on YouTube while they stopped it. It's because the channels were starting to pull out some dirty little secrets on the people that were well, actively involved in the San Francisco Game Men's Choir. I, I just can't believe pedophiles. that many people signed off, participated, and said, yeah, this is a good idea. It's one of yeah. those things where it's like, I understand how one moron makes a stupid decision. This was dozens of people in that organization who all felt comfortable enough to do it, thought it was a good idea, thought it would be funny, thought it would be well-received. That, that's otherworldly delusional, and nobody pushed no, back. No, that... No, it's not about being delusional. These are uh, this is a malicious actor. Mm. These are malicious well, actors, Matt. I, I guess I'd be even that is is hard to believe that everybody you, is in on uh, some kind of malicious propaganda effort. But can I fully deny? How many that that times be, can you screw? How many times yeah. can you screw this up? How many times before yeah. you like maliciousness has to be inferred at this point? Like five five convicted like un, like the charges were they would deal with like lewd or vicious acts with a under like 14 and under year old person and, on and your he, choir and even and to your but, point even the cleanup expressed malice the stuff about that you've been controlling the children forever it's our turn now uh that is, when you're talking about taking over other people's kids i don't uh, i couldn't honestly tell you that's anything other than malice it has to be yeah. malice you can't accidentally do that well and the problem is that these people are given express permission to do these kinds of things because you're having people like a man named joseph fischel another uh, another jewish guy he works at yale <laughs> thank you for is, clarifying yeah so far <laughs> like i mean how i mean how what are the odds two percent of the population just keep all right up. All right. 15 million uh, worldwide. Think about that. All right. I know. Carry the, the, on. Joseph Fischel, uh, like, it, there was an article, uh, I guess, of called Of Polymaths and Pederasts, Reflections on Rachel Hope Cleaves Unspeakable. And Unspeakable was about, you know, the idea of child consent. Right. And this is a quote hmm. from the article from uh, Joseph Fischel. And, and uh, so it goes. And so the question for us, for Douglas, and maybe for Cleves, is can an adult engage in a sex- in sexual contact with a child and respect her or him as a moral agent or moral equal, whether or not that child is legally or ontologically capable of consent? Not to ventrilo- ventriloquize t- uh, too much, but I think Cleves would answer yes, and so would I. I'm not sure Douglas would care, and that's exactly the problem. Although only under certain historical conditions and in specific relational contexts, which is to say a world no longer ours, at times, Cleves Douglas seems to embody a mythic, even glorious pederast of antiquity who bestows wisdom upon his younger lover and cultivates his ambitions, child as the, and the child is the moral agent. Yeah, It's yeah. literally the, the, the meme libertarian what if the child consents argument. And yeah, this guy yeah. is, at, is at Yale. Yeah. I know. Uh, mm. These people have infiltrated higher education. They've infiltrated Hollywood. They've infiltrated uh, pretty much every aspect of our culture. And the last stop, maybe the penultimate stop of the homosexual agenda is pedophilia. After that, it's probably incest. We have a question about that coming up. Um, but mm. do you like Blackpilled? I'm sure you do. You sound like you listen to Blackpilled. Yeah, I, I, listen, to, I listen to Blackpilled every now and again. Mo- like I said, I'm mostly the TRS guy and my... Uh, Mike Enoch was the guy who posted a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Blackpill did a video... Um, I was familiar with Brooke Shields, uh, her her role in that movie Pretty Baby in the 70s. I knew that she appeared nude in it in 12, but I yep. was not aware that they did a full, a fully nude, like oiled her up 
Playboy yep. spread of her when she was ten years old. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I, I don't wait. I thought the ten years old one was when she was in the movie, and then two years later she was like twelve when she did the Playboy spread. I can't remember. Was well, it well, when she was ten? I, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, it was well, two the details doesn't that matter to the fact she was still a fucking ten or twelve year old. But I watched girl. the video that that Black Pill did. I mean, he censored everything out, but like she's wearing adult makeup and she's in a bathtub blowing bubbles, and you can just see everything and so she sued to try to get these images removed from the internet and it went to the supreme court and they said that um it was fine because her mother consented for her huh i don't know the case do you remember the name of it i'd I'd like to know i don't know it's just it's just shocking to me i mean like these people had an agenda long ago like this is not a new thing it was always about fucking children it was always about that well thank you for the thoughts man i'll give you a quick last word if you want it uh yeah uh i mean like to mention my other topic i still think trump fucked over his supporters if you read the article i sent you i i'm sure you'd probably draw a similar conclusion at that rate but i don't know i'd probably i'm thinking i'm gonna send it to blonde too but uh all right yeah when it comes to the uh homosexual stuff uh yeah it's at this point it's all about child like it's created by child abuse it's it's in it's uh continued by child abuse and i forgot to mention i talked to lady maga fucking on the kill stream and he <laughs> and all that shit that went down but i don't want to take up too much of your time all right well yeah maybe yeah, we get can hear the story here. next time thank you man all right have a good night guys thank you so much fascinating stuff uh yes susan bait for sure too gotta be mm. careful <laughs> Academium, thanks you there yeah how you guys doing hey doing girl well. what's on your mind so i was thinking about what you guys were um, saying about raising your kids to be kind. Ah, oh, yeah. I got the worst hate mail about this. <laughs> well, here's kind of what I actually sent it to you and with. not me. That's nice. Oh, Sorry. it was horrible. Like you're a terrible mother and blah. It was terrible. It was like the worst <laughs> hate mail I've ever gotten about this. All right. Okay. So well, sorry I'll to interrupt. Prepared. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think it's more important to raise kids to be courageous than to be kind. Hmm. That's a girl. Yep. Because, uh, if they're courageous and righteous, then taking care of people is going to follow naturally, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've also been thinking, like, for our family, uh, kind of having this motto of truth before comfort. Because I think that's yeah. a big thing that got missed over the last year and a half is, well, I'm going to wear a mask because, you know, I don't want to stand out. I'm going to wear a mask even though I'm vaccinated because I don't want people to look at me weird, you know? Yeah. 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 You're speaking my language. That's uh, I'm on board with the parenting philosophy so far. Yep. I, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be, uh, you have to have a little bit of courage to be creative too. Well, and creativity and, and is pretty important. People want to think that things, when I say that I want my children to be kind, it doesn't mean that I, I want them to be foolish, you know? Um, and sure. we think of things like kindness as universal goods. And, and what I mean is, when my child greets a stranger, I want my child to be respectful to that person. But when that person reveals himself to you as a bad actor, um, the the courage that you're talking about absolutely is more important than the kindness because the kindness will be uh, self-defeating or defeating of the moral core that you should you should hold above all else. So, I wonder if colloquially we're referring to kindness when, we, when really we mean being respectful. Yeah, probably. That's probably a a more accurate way to phrase it. 
yeah, I think, that, yeah. yeah, I just, I see all the posts from friends on Facebook and whatnot, and they kind of are putting kindness as the top quality. Yeah. And I see it more as being nice and, you know, being nice and being kind aren't the same things. So I don't I even know, know that you really need to be nice. Thing. I feel like, um, like, especially with children that can't differentiate between they, they, they associate kindness, with trust. I want my kids to be inherently distrustful of people, uh, especially yeah. strangers. Why are any fucking strangers talking to my kid? What is it? Uh, yeah, is it? As wise as a serpent and as innocent as a dove. Hmm. Perfect. Yes. Just like that. Would it so, be fair to say like trust is earned in that philosophy? It is not a default. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's how, totally how, a difference between, sorry. Um, there's really a difference between basic human decency and I'm now going to trust you yeah. more than is acceptable. How in that situation, like in the context of, of raising a child, how, how do you teach a child that someone has earned that child's trust. What what should the child be looking for to earn trust? Until a certain age, they you can only trust people that I trust. Mm. Okay. That makes um, sense. I mean, this is how Ted Bundy murdered people. He acted like he had a broken arm and he got people, he lured people into his car. That's how serial killers work. I don't want my children to help any strangers under any circumstances, no matter what. Without you, at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think strict guidelines, like you're not allowed to keep secrets from the parents because that's how people get away with, you know, abusing children for years upon mm -hmm. years. That kind like of stuff. No secrets. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, exactly. Well, you sound mm -hmm. like you're a great mom. What? We're getting there. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the thoughts. I mean, these are things that are obviously um, at the, the forefront of my of my mind on a daily basis as I'm thinking about all this stuff and, and how to do this right. Um, yeah, she's ra wound, rounding the bases, right? It's yeah, just uh, two months and like a week now. So, Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, all this stuff is is going to be very important. And I, I appreciate your thoughts. Any any final thing you want to say before we let you go? Nope, that was pretty much it. I appreciate well, it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so for much. clarifying. <laughs> all right, that, bye, guys. That was kind of one of those conversations that, um, you know, we have off the cuff and they're not super well thought out in the moment because we're talking super chat or whatever but you know those are always the ones that are going to get people to jump down your throat because as usual it's like i understand what you mean and there there is a, a base level of truth to it and then you phrase it like a certain aggressive way and people get really mad you know yeah yeah what's up uh, uh, we're about to for a break can you summarize the hate email really quickly i'm just curious what was oh said. it was so bad it was like it, you know i have a bunch of kids you're a a terrible mother you're going to ruin your child's life and like children need to be kind blah fucking blah it was just like i i really get defensive um, i don't care if people are like you're old you're an old slut blah blah i get really <laughs> defensive when people talk about my parenting and so like uh, that that made me go uh ballistic i was really pissed did this, I don't know uh, why people want their children to be kind. Like I, ca I can't even understand how this is on the list of of things that they want their children to be. It's like so not important to me. Uh, did this come through the website or did they email you directly? Uh, they emailed me directly. Oh, dang it. I thought the website function finally worked out where I put nope. the box. Mm -hmm. You want to send hate mail to blonde? Here's the box. I thought, yes, I still I get it. I got one. one that was like, are you a man or a woman? And that came through the... <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm glad I didn't receive that one. I would, I don't know how I would have answered. And then there was another well, one that said, why are you so racist? I, I, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that's working out because the, the thing that obviously it bugs me when people email me to complain about you, but it also puts me in a really and vice versa. Like I'm sure it would piss you off too. But the thing is, it's it puts me in an impossible spot. What am I supposed to do? Like email yeah. them behind your back to talk about like weird. Uh, so I just kind of have to ignore it because it's like, what do, you, what do you want me to do with this? What do you want me to do? Yeah, I'm not her dad. Like, here's a way to talk to her if you want to. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we're due for a break. That that was. I uh, appreciate the call. The caller uh, there. That was really interesting to think about. It was really interesting. Raggle Fraggle over on. Uh, Tippy stream says, Hey guys, looks like I won't be getting on tonight. Just asking for thoughts and prayers for my dad who got diagnosed with pneumonia after getting the coof. Oh, uh, have man. a great show. Well, uh, all the best to your dad and, uh, hopefully he will be just fine. And, um, and thanks for checking in with us, man. And thanks for supporting the show. Hope you are doing well. Mm, okay. Long Don John. Is it wrong? I'm more cynical about Biden's stance on Cuban refugees. After all, come on, man. Look at Florida in 2020. They won't vote Democrat. Uh, it does. It does seem that uh, their stance on immigrants is based on the likely voting yeah. habits of those immigrants. Yes. Um, it is funny. The second that Cubans appear likely to come here, don't come here, Cubans. Um, yeah. Why? What what's the difference? If you don't care about people crossing the Mexican border almost unrestricted, yeah. What's the problem if a Cuban person flees communism? And I and I say this I say this as someone I'm not in favor of any illegal immigration. What I'm saying is according to their logic, why is that a problem? I'm kind of a turning around on immigration. Uh how so? Okay, so our our country has already been uh, completely destroyed by diversity. So in the event that we can get people like Cubans or Boers over here, or, you know, Russians, like tough people that would improve the quality of our life and our Christian. Uh, oh, you're, say you're saying people that have been like hardened by real struggle, basically. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, I I would say that we need a moratorium on immigration for the next hundred years. Hmm. Or forever. Uh, I thought you were going to go the other route. I thought you were like pro-open borders because it's uh, accelerationist. But you're talking like you want people who are of the right values, who have seen struggle to basically tell everyone else to shut the hell up. Is that what you're getting at? Well, I don't want that. But it, our country's mm. already ruined with immigration and diversity. It's like, well, we might as well get a bunch of Catholics and then like Cubans and then hardened Boers who know how to deal with, you know, black people. <laughs> Some... Some, <laughs> not all, Susan. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a thought. Huh. This is a thought exercise before you guys email me. Send your hate mail to Matt Christensen. <laughs> That's Matt uh, at mattchristensenmedia.com <laughs> to complain about blonde. Yeah, really. Yeah. Gentleman activist. Regarding conversion, Matt's approach is, what are you going to do? Shoot me over masks, whereas blonde is at the point, yes, they're willing to shoot you over this. Stop trying to convert. Live well. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess so. That, that's true. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I'm obviously I everybody should be protecting themselves. I'm not above that. Or do I think that's I don't think that that philosophy is below anything. I guess I'm, I'm willing to give people the opportunity to talk about the reason before. Yeah. Um, hopefully before they try to pull a gun on anything. But don't, I, I'm not so naive as to believe these people. These people, if 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 left to their own devices and no restriction on their power. 
I think they would gladly push a, push a button to have us all dead if they could. For sure. Yeah. Um, if you could push a button and kill a bunch of choice people, would you do it? No, no, I would uh, not. But that's probably, I, I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm very proud of you for moderating. That's very good. <laughs> I don't think I could live with the guilt. I, I don't want anything. I just want to be left the hell alone. I don't, I don't want to interact yeah, with you. I sale, certainly don't but... want to kill you. I just want to yeah. be, just leave me alone. You go live your life. I'll stay here and live mine. But, uh, but yeah, they can't do that. They want you dead, but they also want you. Con- I suppose dead is the ultimate form of control. You know, they either yeah. want you as a slave or dead. One of the two. That's true. Slosher says Cuban caller family members went to the gulag. Matt, were his guns okay? <laughs> I know it's kind of an awkward question, but like I, those guns, I'm fascinated that he actually did the burying of the guns. Yeah. It's not, are the guns okay? It's like, those are cool pieces of history. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that stuff's really interesting. Inari the Kitsune, uh, the 1897 was modified with a short barrel, extended magazine tube and bayonet lug as the trench gun ah. in the world wars. Ugh. I hated that. Uh, was that uh, Call of Duty 2 with the trench gun? That was some bullshit, man. People abused that thing. It was OP. It, people who uh, played that game a decade plus ago, well, way more than that. It's like mid 2000s. You'll know. Yeah. Why did I say? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Were you matter. a trench noob in Call of Duty 2? I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is like, <laughs> like you're speaking a foreign language. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. You blonde used the trench gun. She definitely did. Anyway. Totally. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter. Wiki Wiki won't let me remind you all that a certain memorial was destroyed by a lightning strike. F, all, F you and your loser censor, Susan. I know it's. Can you God not like, say you George doing? Floyd? Is that why? Seriously? I don't know, but I, I assume you saw the story that some George oh, yeah. Floyd Hilarious. mural got lightning struck by lightning. Yeah. Yes. May God's wrath rain upon all of this. If that's um, not a sign, I, I mean, I don't know what I it know. is. Uh, Trucker Chris says, genocide the pedophiles, the right stuff, top biz. Ah, Holden Mulray. Metaphorically. Uh, pro- metaphorically, Susan. Susan. Although, I, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I can Do get we, behind that. Um, convicted through due process and punished, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. punished accordingly. Yeah. Um, hold on, Mulray. Property rights are good and just themselves. We live in a world of imperfect people, and any ism said to fix that will fail. The temptation for such is the foothold hmm. of collectivism and critical theory. That's true, but we do have to institute imperfect systems uh, in order to make the world as functional as we possibly can. They 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 won't work. But I mean, I'll listen. I just uh, to the call earlier. I just don't see a system to correct the. I guess, abuse of one's property against somebody else that wouldn't involve abuse of that property owner or the violation of that person's rights. And I I just, if you're asking me to violate someone's rights to prevent a theoretical future rights violation, that just seems, that seems self-defeating to me and and just interventionist in a way. I think the chatter is describing, will I actually produce a better was, will my hand guide the world to a better result than than just the uh, invisible hand or freedom would would do um, uh, if people yeah, are left it might to their not own devices. be the most appropriate situation for our country right now but i don't i don't know anything that's that's what all this entire youtube exercise has taught me like i know less now than i did before i started well once you get comfortable with the fact that you know jack shit that's when your world really opens up that's when your life actually really improves the only reason socrates was wise is because he knew that he was unwise 
that he that he knew nothing. Yeah. Um, last one is McCarter Mobile. If no Amazon wish list, how do I send the amazing blonde money? I'm not going to turn that down. I'm like, Amazon wish list is kind of prostitute but here's my PayPal. For real, though. It's paypal.com slash paypalme slash blonde beast. Blonde with an E. Blonde there you beast. go. Thank you so I, much. I, think it's, I really I think it's that. also linked on the website if you forget. I appreciate it. Bitcoin took a big shit, so I'm dude. Crypto is is just brutal. Don't I'm not selling a thing. I never would, but um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's I need a anytime I look at uh, my crypto wallet, it's like I need a tiny violin to play. I know, yeah. totally. I'm like, hey, Sims, send me some money. <laughs> um, okay, we're good. All right, uh, over uh, real quick over on Trovo. Uh, I think we're good there. <laughs> what? Oh, there is a N word Mick N word in the live chat. Uncensored or it's actually. No, it's it's soft A. Oh, you can say that. OK, that's, that's a really good username. Rocket Fuel and uh, Pilot Grove. Thank you guys for supporting over on D-Live. Appreciate yeah. it. Let's get back into our uh, last segment of calls here. Okay. Uh, Lovecraft is up next. Lovecraft, you there? Lovecraft. I see him lighting up, but I can't hear him. Can you? No. Okay. We're going to have to send Lovecraft back for a minute. And let's try Maul. Maul, you there? I am here. What is on your mind, sir? Okay. So I'm in, like, like I've noticed, I'm in a lot of Discord servers. Uh-huh. And a couple of them have, like, I'm starting to notice that they have politics sessions on, on their thing that is pretty much occupied by leftists. Oh, joy. So do you oh, dabble yeah, in th- there? There's or what? tons of Fed posting on Discord. Yeah, and it's like, uh, like I'm trying to make an art. Like It feels like like whenever I try to get into like a discussion or de- or a debate, it feels like I'm talking to a brick wall or I'm like I'm doing something wrong. I think one of the issues that I, I, I needed a little bit of a device if you if y'all have any if like to try to like stay on topic because I have a tendency to like drift off on some um on like on like subjects like I tried to make a connection to them to make hmm. my point but it, it, it this is for not just a disco but in IRL because I have this whole thing with my roommates and stuff like that. Yeah, that well, I, I was going to say first piece of advice is leave Discord for that sort yeah. of productive conversation. <laughs> I know, but well, if I you're just talking, just try like, not to go inside. I try not to go inside of the political stuff. Yeah, you're talking like general political conversations in your day to day. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, when I have this is sort of related to what we talked about earlier. For me, um, it depends what the goal is. If I'm just talking to a friend trying to change his mind, I'm going to approach that differently than say like a, something I'm putting on the internet. If I'm, if I'm being as sincere or if I'm, if I'm trying to produce the best product that I possibly can for me, I'm kind of a, a slow thinker. I need to sit down and write it out and think about it for a couple hours and really consider counter arguments and um, the strongest and weakest parts of my own arguments. That's how I think about the things that I want to say. So it, if you want to, if you really want to crystallize your own arguments and your own perspectives, even if you're not writing or producing something for someone to read or consume, sometimes it helps just to just to start writing or just to start 
thinking in a little slower process in that way. But it, so that's that's one thing that that works for me. Um, mm-hmm. But 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 the other thing, if you're just talking about having a conversation with your friend, this is um, this is getting back to what we were talking about earlier. The most productive conversations I've had with uh, friends who don't necessarily agree with me politically is to politely or not aggressively just earnestly ask them questions about why they believe what they believe. This is Socratic method type stuff. Okay. You have this position on this policy. Just work. Just, you can really just go why, 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 and get to that fundamental philosophy. Yeah. But if you want to be a little gentler, it's just, okay. So you, you conclude this based on what, okay. And you got to that step based on what, and you got there based on what, and eventually you'll get down to that core principle. And when you do, sometimes you can um, compare and contrast that with other things the person might believe, or compare and contrast that with facts uh, that they that, that that we can demonstrate, or things about the world that they believe to be true. Um, it, it's, I guess, what I'm saying is is ask more questions, but but do it in a way that. I'm not saying deceive them into thinking you're good and you're, you're well-intentioned, be well-intentioned and just ask yeah. questions. And eventually sometimes people, I mean, it happens to everyone. I'm not immune to this either. People ask me questions and you get a little bit tied in a mental knot and you're like, well, damn, I guess I didn't have that thought out as well as I, I yeah, thought but, I did. Yeah. The thing is though, like I end up having, like I, I, I tried to have like discussions. I try to get the uh, facts and everything, mm-hmm. but it seems like, like they're so, um, they're so solidified in their um, agenda to, to, to the, the narrative and stuff that eventually they'll try to say that oh well that, that you're you're just being an apologist to like like I was yeah. into, into a, a discussion. I tried a good person this. believes this and a bad person believes that type stuff. Yeah, it, I was yeah. getting into a discussion with a roommate with uh, about the Devin Chauvin thing, and uh. he ultimately tried to say that oh i'm being an apologist to uh to write racist and stuff like that it's just like you know full well i don't oh you you know you know full well i don't do that i'm not i'm not like that at all yeah but don't get yourself in a position where you're defending yourself just refuse to defend yourself it it always empowers your argument well and 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 the thing i would say is um i mean with it's it that's been kind of the philosophy of this show. It's it sounds weird, but here, here's what I'll say. It applies to any uh, ad hominem attack. Could be racist. Could be anything. Okay, you got me. Uh, you call me a stupid poo poo head. You call me a racist. Yeah. You got me. What now? Yeah. Because I could be that, and it doesn't prove your point. So call me whatever you want, stupid poop poop face, uh, a racist, uh, a Nazi, whatever you want. The name doesn't uh, validate their reasoning. I, yeah. feel, I feel like I de- I feel like I do that yeah. like the the whole oh well you call me this you call me a knuckle ruckus all this other stuff yeah yeah and I was like okay so but that doesn't you your ad hoc doesn't necessarily negate my point all you're right, doing right. is literally calling me a name yeah. and not negate with my point but yeah well, and if, I, and if I, you... I just need to stay on topic that's the thing well if you articulate that and they don't they don't grant that point. They they're not willing to meet you in sort of a non personal attack way. There's yeah. not much that can really come out of that conversation. Just say, "Well, good day, you stupid fucking communist. I'll see you later." <laughs> That's pretty much what you have to do. I, I, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, I just need to stay. Uh, I just need to focus on like trying to stay on topic because I drift a lot too much. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm probably gonna have to do all. This. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah, I, I just pro- I just pro- I just put that. I just this is my worst question because I had nothing. No, it's always gonna... it's always important to think about, and that's actually and, one thing we were talking about earlier is the philosophy of persuading people. And yeah, and, and, and also and also some of the things I wanted to talk about, probably you're probably gonna talk about on your Sunday show. So I'm just gonna leave that for that. So okay. okay. Well th- thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Let's try Lovecraft again. Lovecraft, you there? <sighs> man, um you... I oh wait, now I see him. Did you hear that little bleep there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Now I can hear you. Hey, back. Can yeah. you hear me? Well, now I can, but I'm not convinced. Okay. That... Hey, blonde. Can... Yeah. Hello? Yeah. I don't know if he can. Can I'm you full... hear me? We got to dump you. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work, man. Um, well, that's that's odd that he could hear I guess I don't know. <laughs> he could hear us, but we can't hear them. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Sorry, Lovecraft. We'll probably have to try again another time. But Jim Eagle, are you uh, all set? Good evening. Wednesday evening. <laughs> you know, when, uh, when Nancy Pelosi. Wednesday evening. There's a funny story, a couple funny stories about uh, that Nancy Pelosi clip. If people don't remember, uh, Nancy Pelosi on George Stephanopoulos' show saying, good morning, Sunday morning when she good went morning. haywire. Um, uh, I saw that almost right after it happened and I clipped it out and posted it on Twitter as I was doing Sunday show prep and said like, what the hell happened with her? Like crossed wire or something. And that's yeah. probably the most viral tweet I've ever had. It went crazy. And How many even, uh, retweets did you get? It, it was like 10,000 or something. Seriously? And, <laughs> yeah. And Megan McCain picked it up right after we had right after um, nice. a Wednesday show where we had like laughed about oh. some John McCain joke about yeah. The, the punchline was like, he's dead. Okay. Picked <laughs> right. it up. So, but, but the, the, sorry, I'm sorry to jump on your call. The only other thing that was, I, I wish, cause it's such a great soundbite. If only she had said, good evening, Sunday evening. Cause it would have been the best thing for our Perfect. show ever. Oh God. We would have it in every, uh, intro, yeah. every intro. But so it's funny that you bring that up. Cause that, that's just a, a great meme moment in uh, the history of my show prep. Very proud. No, Thank what you. you need to do is just change the uh, change the show to a Sunday morning show. Um, maybe there, you know. just to use that. Set. You know, there's an t- account on Twitter oh, called uh, Nancy Pelosi wishes you a good Sunday morning. And that's all it does is post that video every Sunday morning. That's amazing. Yeah. And she's like uh, superimposed on a sun rising. So it's the sun rising and just her face. Good morning. morning. Sunday morning. Yeah. That can't be what you want to talk about. (laughs) Oh, that's absolutely what I was talking about. No. Um, Oh, so, okay. Who was it that was that called in and and talked about a weird moment going through TSA and the TSA agent like looked at them suspiciously and because that happened to me. I, I had don't a remember. moment where me. It was you. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it? Did they take a look at like? Because this guy, he as he looked at my ID and he looks at me and just paused. It was the it was the weirdest thing because it was like he was suspicious of something, but I don't know. Okay, it, so it, they took my passport. I was flying domestically though, but I I used my passport. 
And they looked at it, and then they looked at me, then they looked at it again. And uh, what did they say? Um, I, I, I was like, is something wrong? And they're like, oh, um, I just can't get this to work. They were like trying to scan it. And then I, I was like, well, do, am I flagged for something? And she's like, not exactly flagged, but I, I can't say any more. Yeah. yeah interesting. And then I, they let me I, go. Interesting. I, I, yeah, I kind of had a weird moment like that. It was a, the longest I've ever spent at a uh, TSA. Yeah. But anyway. I think it has something to do with the Capitol. People that have been talking, have talked about the Capitol. I think that we're on some like, maybe detained, potentially detained, but don't, but not no fly list or oh, something like that. Yep. But then I fly, I've flown right. numerous times since then and it's been fine. Yeah. Okay. So my next uh, point of issue is, um, Blonde, you are wrong about L. L is okay at best. Hmm. L Fanning. Oh, she's a, a classic Aryan beauty. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she's meh. She's, she's okay. Not like Scarlett Johansson, whose mouth looks like an anus, but whatever, guys. <laughs> I had multiple people send me the clip of you saying, uh, I have buttholes on the mind. I did. I, did. <laughs> I said lose. I said loose, loose instead of lose, lose. I don't no, know. What was I think? It happens. Lose buttholes. Um, the last thing that I want to say is, okay, uh, in terms of guns, yeah. uh, or do you want a pistol or do you want shotgun? Uh, for what purpose? If you what had you to have one, like to own. Oh no no no! Just just a firearm of the of the week. Oh. Oh, just to like discuss. Um, pro- oh, yeah. uh, handguns are probably more interesting. I'll go with that. Have you seen the Laudo Arms Alien? No. Take a look at it. It's, <laughs> no. It's bizarre. It's uh, it's they, they're about five grand, but um, it's uh, it's a competition. Gun. Okay. I think they're chambered in nine millimeter. The, yeah. The whole idea is that the barrel is in line with your palm, so the uh, it directs the recoil energy into your into your into the palm of your hand. Yeah. Hmm. And the slide is like it's it's one piece, but it's I don't know. I, I don't know. Are you taking a look at the pictures of it? Yeah. I mean, it looks yeah, a lot like a Glock with just kind of aggressive serrations and and probably a take a look. Well, I don't, I'm looking at a few different angles. Well, I don't, I can't see the action. It's just still images, but what they don't, Ah. okay, here's one. Oh, I see. So here's one with the slide locked back. Yeah. Okay. So it's got this, the slide, I guess is sliding on some big giant piece instead of just small rails or something. Yeah. That was interesting. You know, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you one myself. Did you see the, uh, the block 19 this week? That's the big controversy (laughs) in the gun world. That was, I, I, I'm kind of torn on it. I feel like uh, I'm not, I want it. I I don't care what anyone (laughs) says. I want, so I should send you a picture blonde. Okay. Some, some, uh, Glock, uh, modify modification company. There's all sorts of companies that make custom Glocks like Sonoran defense. Our friends at Sonoran defense, shout out to them. Um, I prefer the the uh, Milwaukee Glock. I don't it know that so one, but but people make all kinds of cool custom Glocks from engraving to put putting different parts on them and whatever. This yes, company uh, creates what's called the Block 19, not the Glock 19, but the Block 19. And the Block 19, it's not made of Legos, but it looks like it's made of Legos. And actually, the slide has Legos 
a Lego bumps Lego. on it that will accept Legos. And they made the sites out of Lego pieces, including Lego lightsabers. Oh. And they had this for sale for like 750 bucks. And the the internet, I know I expected it to be more and the internet got really mad for one, like the, the gun control people were mad, but even a certain segment of the gun community was mad because it looks like a toy, which I Ah. get. I'm, I'm not saying that's out of bounds, but I want it. I don't, it looks so cool. Okay. Okay. The toys and tools. Yeah. I I mean, obviously uh, you got a kid in the house. Don't leave the block 19 on the, uh, (laughs) On the bed stand, like at the end table or something like that. Yeah, don't do that. But I still want it. Very nice. All right. I, I did see that. It was uh, pretty comical. I'm bummed. And, and I wonder how many people actually got them, because that's like a, a major collector's item now. Oh, oh, now it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I also want to get that uh, talk about collector's items. Uh, I want the... I want a challenge coin that says Good Night Left Nut, and it's a cartoon of the guy holding his, his balls after getting shot in the groin there's a apparently a these police uh they got in trouble because they had a uh they made a challenge point that said good night left nut and yeah i was just making fun of like this antifa guy that got shot in the nuts oh oh so, yeah. oh the guy the guy who got pepper balled yeah something like that yeah i think he got that either that or he got uh um I don't know. He, he got well, shot I, in the nuts. Yeah, I remember that clip where they were launching pepper balls or some crowd deterrent uh, projectile and the Antifa yep. guy got hit square in the balls and fell over. <laughs> I think we watched it like three times on the stream. Yeah, it was, so it was a long time ago. Though, right? That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, but all right. Thank you, man. There's, Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, don't forget to buy, re- buy a highly regarded token. <laughs> yeah, that's highly true. Regarded. I haven't checked mine. <laughs> I have not checked mine for a little bit, so I'll have to see where it's at. guys. Uh, well, if it's like all of crypto, it's seen better days, but yeah, yeah. it really has yeah. uh, diamond hands. So Godspeed. Yep, yep. That's it. See ya. Godspeed. Good night. Okay. El Vaquero is up next. Um, El Vaquero was one of the people who actually clipped your, your butthole uh, quote for clipped me. Clipped my butthole. You heard yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We on, on telegram, we clipped a shitload of your, your uh, sayings from, from, uh, the Sunday show because you were on fire, including the you don't want to Thank raise you. kind children and intolerance <laughs> is a virtue and all sorts of things. It was fantastic. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about gardening from the perspective of preps. Mm. Okay. So, and some of the hardcore preppers that listen to you probably already understand a lot of this, but. So say shit does hit the fan and you can't just go down to your local nursery and get whatever kelp soil amendment you want. How are you going to maintain your soil fertility? Is that a rhetorical question? Yeah, don't, don't ask know. me, dude. I, I am, I am not a, an accomplished gardener in any way. Well, there's, there's Rabbits. all sorts. Um, well, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of ways, but they, they typically follow some different rules and they take a few years to really start working but basically you you don't want to disturb the soil like tilling it all the time mm. um you want to keep a living root in the soil as long as possible and you don't monoculture and if you have access to animals to come in and just like quickly graze stuff a, a few times a year and then like keep the animals out of there other than that that'll help um maintain your soil fertility oh. um, 
it, it's just one of those ones. So like people think, oh, I need to till so the seeds can grow. Well, I've planted a lot of stuff in the clover this year. For It's my first time trying it to mixed results. Um, but I'm going to add other things. And it's it's a perennial clover. So it next year it'll come back early and suppress the weeds. Ah, okay. Yeah, next year. And I'm going to start adding other stuff to it, too, that I can mow or manage, like oregano and thyme and other low-growing stuff. But there's another thing, if you're going to start doing this, is you need to start learning to save seeds. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not just as simple as let the plant mature and save the seeds. You have to know a few things. One of the reasons you want to save seeds, even if you're just a normal gardener, is on May 31st this year, I got over an inch of hail on the ground, some of it dime size, in about Mm. 20 minutes, and it totally wiped out my garden. Oh, man. So I had to replant. Um, Half the tomatoes, almost all the corn, uh, all of the squash plants except for one, all of the melon plants. I mean, it just destroyed it. I had the seed to just go out and replant it. In fact, I just no, got I'm a sorry bunch to hear that. It sucks. Can you, yeah. can you keep seeds for a long time? Like you, if you have a supply that you've had for years or something, are they just as viable or is, do they have a shelf life? It depends on the, the species like onions or sh- short shelf life. Um, mm. I found some Corrales melons, which are a local melon seeds that I'd saved in 2014 and almost all of them germinated. So, okay. Wow. That's, that's a pretty long time. Yeah. 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 Um, so I mean, it's, things are coming back. I'm not going to get as good a yields. Um, but God damn it. That hail did not get my weed plants. <laughs> yeah, of course, I guess <laughs> that's, that's the irony. Yeah. All right. Um, well, if someone's getting started in this, like some, someone like me who has effectively zero knowledge, um, or, you know, I'm starting from scratch, both in resources and in my knowledge, uh, is there, would you recommend like a, any kind of source to read or any kind of website to go to? Um, so if you want to learn how to do it the natural way where you keep your soil living, you actually tend to the soil and let the soil take care of the plants. I can tell you some guys who are all over YouTube and one of them is Jeff Lawton and it's spelled G-E-O-F-F. Mm-hmm. Another one is Joel Salatin. And another one is Gabe Brown. He's a farmer in North Dakota. Like they don't use fertilizer. They don't, I mean, minimal chemical applications and they get better yields than uh, their county averages typically. Are they like commercial farms. farmers or are they just sustaining themselves? Well, yeah, but the principles that they apply uh-huh. will work on a 10 foot by 10 foot garden plot or a 5,000 acre ranch. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's it's impressive that they're able to do that Um and, and sell it and have a career out of it based on you know, the sort of tech. I, I guess I'm impressed that they're able to do that with the techniques you're describing that they forego a lot of uh, so-called modern uh, tools and strategies. Well, they're actually ahead of ac- the agricultural academia. Like I see hmm. what they're doing and then I see what the ag departments are doing. And I'm like, dude, these farmers are way ahead of you. Well, <laughs> you learn by doing, you know, uh, it's hard to beat that sort of uh, practical <laughs> education. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you can go watch all their YouTube videos. Like, like I say, it's nice and free and easy. Um, but it's applying 
it's basically what they're doing is they're looking at say, looking at nature and saying, how does nature do this shit? Because it's smarter than I am, and then imitating it. Yeah. How long until Susan puts disclaimers on these videos? Independent, yeah, really. <laughs> independent approved farmers confirm raising your own food this way is uh, right. Yeah. Right. Good. Right. But yeah. I mean, they integrate animals. In fact, you need like twice the number of cattle that a typical uh, cattle rancher would run to make these systems work. So when they say, oh, you're going to eat bugs because we can't eat meat, it's like, oh, no, fuck you. We need twice the animals, hmm. three times the animals ro roaming around the continent. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank but, you for the info. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still, I'm still going to send both you and Blonde and a few other people a bunch of seed, and I guess I'll make a few videos of some of the things that work for me. Sure. Yeah. I, I would very much appreciate it. And that's kind of one of those things I was talking about earlier in the spring. And there's been so many things I got to get done this summer that I've kind of put it on the back burner, but it's certainly something that I'm interested in getting a start on. Yeah. Well, I'll get out of your hair, but just one last word, you can try planting like some winter wheat or some winter rye. It'll grow all winter and you can start mm. a garden this fall. So I'll cool. talk to you later. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. Okay, last call is going to go to Ovo Brady. Mr. Brady, well, there. Oh, hello. Good evening, you two. What's on your mind? Um, well, I have uh, a question. So uh, I'd like your guys' opinion on CRT. I've never, I haven't really looked too much into it, but I'm hearing a lot more about it in the news. And uh, the reason I ask is because I just recently graduated with my bachelor's in history. And uh, this has been in the works for about six years that I've been going to college. And uh, with the main intention of being a history teacher, I love history, uh, mainly um, here in California. I live in California. Uh, we teach uh, American history, government economics about mid uh, high school. So, um, but I'm hearing a lot about this CRT, CRT stuff. And, uh, you know, it kind of worries me about what, what the state is going to mandate me to teach these children. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I don't know really how much teaching has changed since I've been in school. Like I said, it's been about six years since I've, I've graduated from high school. So, you know, uh, if if you guys could just give me your take on if you know anything about CRT. I know some states are trying to uh, outlaw it in schools completely. Some states are kind of quiet on it. Uh, I think they're uh, going I to make you teach CRT pretty much <laughs> no matter where you are. Um, California's a I, pretty safe bet. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, I, for one, think CRT is awesome because it seems like it's a turning point for a lot of normie parents. It is. That they're like, oh, no, up. fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. It's really pissing people off, like yeah. way more than I expected. So more CRT is mm. is what I want so to be completely um, to be completely honest about it. I don't know that much about it firsthand. I have not read the. Uh, original works of the thinkers behind this. I hear what people say yeah, about it. So I feel like I have a I have a pedestrian understanding, but I can't sit here and tell you uh, about the original work. So I, I just want to qualify that. Um, and what yeah. frustrates me based on my understanding is they always want to frame this as history. And the opponents of CRT are supposedly, uh, well, they don't, they're not comfortable teaching the bad side of history, like slavery and all the rest. As though yeah. anybody who got an education in this country doesn't know about slavery and the Civil War and all of that. Everybody learns exactly. that. But my problem with it, as I understand it, and again, as I understand it secondhand, it doesn't seem like accurate history is really its aim. It seems like it's designed to give kids a... Um, uh, 
a view on power dynamics in this country that is racially based, that is oppressor and oppressed. If you're in this group, you are an oppressor. If you're in this group, you are the oppressed, you're the victim. And I think that's the, the, the bulk of the uh, opposition. It's not about what happened in the 1850s. It's about what sort of view they want children to have right now about the way the world operates today. And, and I, yeah, and I mean, I'm right there with the, the people older. opposing it, but I haven't I haven't done my full homework on it, you know. Yeah, and I feel that's where that's where my shortfall is, is because I've, you know, I'm I went to a, a liberal education and I still felt like I learned a good amount about the country and because uh, I had a huge emphasis on American history, so you know, it's not necessarily uh, what I've what I've learned, but. Uh, when it comes to CRT, it's that's where I'm uneducated. I don't really know the main thinker's thesis on, uh, you know, the basis of the United States and our culture and our society. It, it's it's a frustrating public debate because a lot of it ends up being right now. No, that's not CRT. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. The debate about what yeah. it is, I sort of tune out because I, I – That's why I've been avoiding it because yeah. it's just – it's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, are you planning on staying in California to teach? Uh, you guys, I have to be honest, I, I'm in a good part of, of uh, Southern California, Orange oh. County in particular. It's, well, it's but a little I bit they, more. I thought they took that over with their zombie votes. Uh, well, it, it looks like they did, but I live in a very, it, it's a very moderate area. Uh, I Orange say, County's awesome. I, I, I've been yeah, on I vacations wish, a I few wish times. We could take it back. It is, it is a fantastic place to live if you can avoid the creeping communism. Exactly. And I, yeah. and I have seemed to have been able to do that here. Um, but, uh, and even like our city council and stuff like that and our police, uh, our local police, like they're just all great. Uh, I like, I support them 100%, but, yeah. uh, that's, that's one of my main drivers is like, you know, why would I want to leave if I, I do kind of want to stay and, and make, make Orange County, you know, what I grew up I get uh, that. Be, yeah. You know? And I think if I was, uh, if California was a bigger part of my life, I might share that. I mean, I, I feel that same way about Montana right now. Like this, I love it here. This is my home. I don't want to leave, yeah. but they keep coming in and voting for all this bullshit. <laughs> and so I'm sort yeah. of in that same spot. Like, do yeah. I scout out some place to live in a different state or do I stay here and fight these people on this turf? You know, yeah, and it looks like it's happening in Texas right now with all these Democrats, and yeah. I really hope well, Texas stays red. I really do. <laughs> there was a great Babylon Bee article that says other states look to Texas to learn ways to make Democrats leave their states. Something to that, <laughs> but oh, yeah, gosh. good lessons learned. <laughs> I gotta read that. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, good good luck, man. And if you um if you dabble into CRT a little bit more and you learn more about it, send me some information because, like I said, I just. I haven't done my homework on this, but I just, it's not something I want to do a deep read on. It's just like, yeah. and so I'm not, I'm not necessarily it taking up the torch me, but... of opposition because I don't feel like I've done the honest work of consuming it to form that opposition. Yeah. But if, but you yeah. know, if you, if you find some stuff that's useful to understanding it, send it my way. I will definitely. All right. Well, good luck. And uh, thanks for fighting the good fight. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, thank you for having me. You guys have a great rest of your night. Matt, your facial hair looking great as always. Blonde, uh, <laughs> Freshly we're trimmed. Very jealous. <laughs> Blonde, you're, we're very jealous of how long your hair is, so keep growing. Oh, thank, keep you. It, thank you. Keep it braided. And <laughs> uh, I'll see you guys next time. Good thank luck. Bye-bye.
Wow, great way to end the night. I know. I don't know that I've ever had my facial hair complimented, uh, complimented, nor should it be, really. I don't know. It's fine. I Well, I exist in a world where I look like an absolute jackass clean-shaven, but I look like an even bigger jackass with a fully grown-out beard. And it doesn't Time really fully fix that. grow out. Um, so you do that. You do the halfway. You do the in-between, and you, That's true. you live in that world. Uh, all right. Um, we are all set on calls. Thank you guys for uh, giving us calls tonight and uh, for your patience if you didn't make it in. If you're having trouble getting in um, or you'd like to participate in the show but you can't do it live, please do send us an email question. We'll respond to them at the end of the show each week as we will right now. Again, that's com slash contact where you can send blonde hate mail and you can use the call-in show form to uh, send us a call-in show question. Um, Flying Whales 313 says, any advice for keeping the vaccine debate from ruining my relationship with my parents. Both of my parents and all of my siblings have been vaccinated and they are becoming more adamant that I get it too. I still live at home, so I can't let this turn toxic. I, Man, a recurring theme. I just, I can't believe the degree to which families are turning on each other over this ridiculous, uh, over this ridiculous virus and the ridiculous vaccine. If they're all vaccinated, what do they have to worry about? I know. Oh, God. I mean, just don't get the vaccine, whatever you do. If this has to, if this is the hill that anybody should die on, well, it's got to be the vaccine. To give the other side as much credit as I can, uh, family integrity is a very high tier value. But what are you willing to surrender in order to maintain it? You know, it's Not like this. Fuck your family if, <laughs> if they're going to make you do this. I. I really feel for everybody in this position. I can't imagine a situation where my parents did this to me or I did it to them. I, I like mm-hmm. it. What bothers me about it so much is it. And I say this obviously without any knowledge of your family, but it just as an outsider to me, it indicates um, just a totally backward set of priorities. I, I, mm-hmm. I can't believe that someone would, would put vaccine decision-making over family integrity. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not the one destroying your family. Your idiot family members are destroying it by giving you an ultimatum. So I was listening to, to um, Gail King on, on CBS this morning. There was a clip circulating. She was talking to Dr. Fauci and saying she's banning family members who aren't vaccinated from her Thanksgiving dinner this year. What a stupid bitch. It's like, Jesus Christ, who would want to go there anyway? But um, uh, all I can say is if it was me, I would I would have this conversation, have the sort of conversation that we're having right now where I would say, listen, um family integrity is of huge importance to me. I respect your decision and I would never uh, intentionally put this family at risk. Um, But this is the decision that I've made. I believe you guys to be safe based on um, me being a young, healthy, presumably a young, healthy person who's uh, not at risk and you guys being vaccinated uh, and also not at risk. I just don't think that this is a a risk that's serious enough to split our family apart. That's my perspective. But if you guys won't have me, then I'll have to see myself out. Now, of course, yeah, in this exactly. person's compli- uh, scenario, it's more complicated. If you live at home, what are you supposed to do? You're going to have to move out, bud. Hmm. I don't know how old you are, but you're going to have to work it out. Work it out. Uh, sorry about that. That is a real bummer. Um, Ryan says, hey, guys, I think I can answer. I can guess Blonde's answer to this question. But I'm interested in Matt's opinion as I lean more towards your side, the wrong side. What do we do mm-hmm. if our laws 
are not equally applied. You could maybe argue Chauvin, but if Rittenhouse gets any prosecution, it would be clear that our laws are not being applied equally based on political affiliation. You think ditto on if somehow the Republicans don't win back any meaningful ground in 2022, that would be a large indicator to me that we no longer have a country. I, I'm just surprised that anybody still thinks we have a country at this point, but this was a question to you, so I'll keep my mouth shut. Well, Rittenhouse will be a case to watch, and I have to acknowledge, obviously, they are different jurisdictions. The The laws in play are slightly different, so it is a little bit, like on a technical level, it's a little bit of an apples and oranges comparison. But just on a broad principle level of what is a crime in this country, or what is a crime on a moral level, um, mm-hmm. you can make an argument to me about Derek Chauvin. I, I don't think I agree that he is a criminal certainly in the on the scale that they convicted him but you can make an argument to me that there was misconduct i can yeah. see the perspective rittenhouse you can't no. uh, if rittenhouse is a killer there is no such thing as self-defense and if he's convicted on any charge any sort of homicide charge um that is like all right uh I guess it's our turn to riot in Kenosha. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. Kidding, Susan, obviously. But um, to get back to the question, what do we do if our laws are not equally applied? Well, there is a there's some philosophy in the uh, Declaration of Independence about that. If if the government does not exist at the consent of the governed to secure the rights of the people, the people are justified in installing a new government. Yes, they are. Um, That would be my answer. And I know that's easier said than done. And that carries a lot of serious weight and serious consideration with it. But if you live in a country where not only are the laws unjust, but the application of them is unequal based on race, ideology, any other number of factors, um, that's not viable. That's not a place where freedom can flourish, where any individual can succeed. We're all subjects at the mercy of tyrannical overlords who will strip of strip us of our uh, of our rights based on those factors you can't live in that world is what i'm saying you right. you have to you have to exercise that right that thomas jefferson was talking about yep and i'm being delicate with my words here specifically because they <laughs> that the philosophy in our founding document will get you in trouble these days that's yeah that's the world that we live in that is the world we live in yeah yeah, I think uh, you're next. Thoughts and prayers and prayers. And this is T-H-O-T-S. Thoughts and prayers. Or thoughts and players. Hmm. Anyway, uh, question. Blonde. Do you really believe pedophilia is, is what's at the bottom of the slippery slope? To me, it seems that incest is beneath pedophilia. The order is gay rights, transgender pedophilia, and then incest. Each step breaks down cultural norms in order to make room for the next fight until the family structure is completely broken down. Maybe. I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that assessment. (laughs) I guess. Why do you have to use the kids to get to the sister? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I understand the logical progression there. But then again, I say this with acknowledgement, uh, flashback, rewind, harp music to me 15 years ago. Why would simply allowing people to get married uh, mean that men are going to turn into women and show yeah. dicks to little girls at the spa. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes and I would argue, I don't know if I should even say this, but I would argue that pedophilia is worse because there are cases of incest where it at least involves two consenting adults. Uh, Not I, that I think it's okay, but I, I would agree on principle that 
pedophilia is worse. And that's not an endorsement of incest, but but it, it, it's the fact that there is. Yeah, it's, there's no way that sh- that child um, can possibly consent to that. It's inherently abusive <sighs> incest. I mean, the immorality of incest is is because of the the problems it creates for potential offspring. That's the immorality. Also of, gross. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the the core of the immorality is is that. Um, that's not. <laughs> anyway, that, yeah, we disavow incest. We're just trying to rank the things. That's all. <laughs> uh, New York Zoomer. Hey, guys, I want to practice proficiency in firearms, but live in a suburban area. There's a limited number of ranges nearby, and they're called pistol clubs or rod and gun clubs. In order to mm. join these, you have to have your concealed carry, even though you can buy a rifle without one. It's pretty much impossible to get your concealed carry. Uh, so should I wait to buy a weapon until I'm able to have a place and I can practice with it? Or buy a new rifle now, wait the 6 to 18 months, and take it? Um, it will take to get my permit approved. P.S. I'm also worried about Dictator Cuomo making my purchase felony before my permit clears processing. Uh, I would just buy now. Yeah, buy the gun. Now. Buy while you can. Yeah. And yeah. that is not to dismiss the importance of training and proficiency. You should. I'm glad to hear that you're thinking about those things. Yeah. But given the the situation of not only the country, but your state, buy, buy it now. And actually buy three. Yeah. And then buy four more lowers and create a treasure chest like that guy in Cuba did and bury them in your backyard. Yep. Um, you want to have these things in possession and just in case things go south in the next six to 18 months, which they very well might, in which yeah. case it won't really matter whether or not you have your CCR. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Godspeed and, um, Godspeed, and, brother. and enjoy manly looking tranny. <laughs> okay. Blonde. What are your, or who are your favorite beauty gurus is Tati Tati. One of them. Um, well, that, and the next one is an, another question. So do you, do you have any beauty gurus? I don't like Toddy. She's, um, seems like a, an old bitch, you know? <laughs> I don't know but who that is. I do like Kathleen lights. Uh, that's pretty much it. Hmm. And, and then I like Bailey Syrian because she tells a true crime story while she's, um, doing her makeup. Hmm. Uh, Matt, have you ever watched a makeup video uh, with with your uh, ping? It's supposed to be ping to. Um, do you gift your mom and wife makeup for Christmas? I don't, although my wife is very much into um, makeup and, and all of that stuff. Uh, and, and really the artistic side of it. As I mentioned, she used yeah. to work in Hollywood and, and doing um, a lot of visual effects and things like that. So she's quite good with the artistry of it. Um, mm-hmm. as, as you might remember when I was macho ma'am, tranny savage, I had a fantastic makeup job. Go back to the Halloween show of 2019. Yeah. If you want to see. Um, but I don't, I don't buy, I've never bought my mom makeup as a gift and I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother with my wife unless she picked out the item. Cause she's very particular about. Yeah. Those in general, like would, men should not, my husband would not even know where to start. I, I know she likes certain brands of things, but I could not pick the product. You're a straight man. You, yeah. you don't bother with that. Yeah. Men in general should not get jewelry or makeup or garments without consulting their wives or mm. girlfriends. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I know her, her taste pretty well, but I, I don't think that I, there are decisions I would make without her consultation that probably would be wrong 100 percent. let them so. design their own engagement rings also we picked ours out um well not engagement but we we picked out our wedding bands together obviously right. yeah. um 
And in, yeah, so uh, I don't think I've botched anything. But then again, she probably wouldn't tell me if I did botch something. So maybe oh, that's I nice. <laughs> I would definitely tell my husband. Yeah. yeah. Uh, may um, the gods of makeup and beauty bless both of uh, you both for eternity. Well, you as well. Thank <laughs> you. It. Bobby K, question for Blonde. I am pursuing a religious exemption from the jab. I don't want to misappropriate Christ's name. So I was wondering how to phrase an objection consistently. Thank you. Um, I think that this is one of those instances where uh, the effectiveness, the, the morality of the effectiveness is going to outweigh any mistakes you may make in phrasing. So what I mean by that is lie if you have to, and it's fine. Hmm. This you is the old I mean? uh, like taqiyya doctrine in Islam, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just say whatever you need to say to avoid getting the jab. Did uh, I, I I ask this um genuine and I don't know I don't mean to put you on the spot because I don't know if you know the answer, but does Christianity have a doctrine like that that say lies in pursuit of I don't know, rights or the advancement of the faith or some noble cause like that? Is that acceptable or is lying Always, Not that I'm always un- that I'm aware of. I, uh, yeah, I think that truth is highly valued in Christianity. Hmm. But you know, this I think that Jesus will forgive you. Hmm. Right? Am I right? Don't <laughs> look at me. I I don't know. I I've been I've been trying to uh, I've been dabbling with cultivating that relationship, but you know, it's always it's always a tough one. I haven't yeah. I haven't uh, made the full connection with uh, with Jesus yet. So I'm not the guy um, to ask. I mean, I think if, if people people are clear, the government's trying to forcefully give us a vaccine that could kill us all within two years. I mean, we have no freaking idea what this is going to do to people. Everybody that's taken the vaccine could be dead in two years. Um, God would want us to resist this, surely. If what we need to do is to resist this is to to tell a lie, you'll be forgiven. <laughs> we'll find out. Unless we all meet blonde in hell in the afterlife and say... What have you? Done? What is the worst, the, the the worst grievance that God would have with us, though? Not surrendering our rights to a tyrannical leftist regime, or telling a white lie to avoid being forcibly right. Like vaccinated. if I if I lie my way out of the gulag, I, is there really a God that would view that as an injustice or a yeah. moral sin? Yeah. I, I I would like to think not. I mean, to me, that is. It, it, it's it's a, it's a tactic that has to be deployed against the objective violation of your rights. It may right. not be and ideal, isn't the, but the 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 hierarchy of truth seeking in that situation. It's like yes, you're telling a lie to avoid getting the vaccine, but the truth is that the vaccine is uh, an extension of a tyrannical right. government and I mean, may harm you. Th- you think harm of it in the same way of like a, a home invasion, for example. Like shooting the home intruder is not good itself. Yeah, but it is necessary given the circumstances Mm -hmm. and given the circumstances, it's a forgivable, indeed just act. Yeah, exactly. Um, So there's got to be there's got to be a way to flesh that out. But anyway, um, the olden one says, uh, question, what is the aim of your spiritual meanderings, Matt? Why solely focus on Christianity when there are older European ways or even spiritualities further out? Um, I suppose because uh, I, I. at least in my view, I'm not, first of all, I'm not exclusively focusing on Christianity. I'm, I'm open to other ideas if people want to present them or if there are things I can consume. But the reason that I'm probably most interested in Christianity, I mean, there's the cultural reality that that is generally the dominant 
religion in this country. But based on my own observation, I think that people of Christian faith across history and across the globe have produced some of the coolest, best stuff and best societies and things that's uh, just um, culture and society that seems most aligned with how I view the world morally and in terms of rights and, and all that stuff. So it's the one that I'm drawn to based on my casual understanding the most. That's not to say that's where I'm going to land ultimately, or even where I'm trying to land. It's just um, based on what I've learned so far, it seems the one that's closest to my worldview, mm-hmm. but I remain open-minded. That is important. Um, that bloody Aussie call screening wanker, AKA dangerous spaces. So law enforcement is now confiscating Lego sets as part of their investigations into January 6th, not even constructed Lego sets as updated info has since revealed. This clearly indicates that they have pretty much nothing substantial and are desperately trying to make anything stick, which leads to my question. What do you think is the goal or goals of creating a January 6th commission for me? An obvious, an obvious one is to override the limitations preventing traditional law enforcement from laying any substantial charges. Yes. Any uh, another would be a desperate attempt to prove Trump causes through investigation, regardless of whether any conclusions are legitimate or not. But what do you guys think? I think that they are trying to lay the foundation for making average citizens uh, domestic terrorists so that they can violate our uh, personal rights and freedoms, uh, take our guns and march us all to a gulag. This is the predecessor for a much worse, more invasive um, act of, of, of government overreach. Yeah, I, I think it's exactly that, that when you can keep that boogeyman alive, look over there, it's a bunch of evil terrorists trying to get you. Give more power to us so that yeah. we can control everything. Uh, their, their, exactly, th- yeah. their policy proposals, their ideas aren't polling particularly well. Nobody really likes the ideas that they're, that they're bringing to the table. And as um, the economy continues to uh, struggle a little bit, inflation continues to rise. I think that's only likely to worsen. So yeah, I think definitely. it's just purely a political calculation. Create the boogeyman as a means to grab up more power. And that mm-hmm. it's just such a lame boogeyman. That's the only hole yeah, I can pull yeah. in that theory. It's like, Jesus Christ, can't you guys have all these feds doing all this and the, the best you can do is is the Capitol riot. And I say yeah, that. But yes, I- Sorry, go ahead. Well, uh, just obligatory acknowledgement. Yes, crimes were committed at the Capitol. Yeah, they should be prosecuted, all that. But as far as like, was that so threatening and bad that we should fundamentally alter the nature of our society? No, of course not. Well, it was an excuse for them. And I also think that some of this is retaliatory and and punitive in that a hundred people, which included like a bunch of internet Zoomer shitlords and some grandmas, um, crowded uh, a bunch of, of a bunch of government folk into their offices and made them fear for their lives like that. That is a uh, hilarious and telling all these people were not were unarmed. And it's like this is the uprising. Imagine what a uh, 100,000 well-organized armed people can do if a 100 unarmed people just going through the Capitol can uh, cause these incredible yeah. waves of fear. In- imagine, amongst an, government officials. imagine an actual organized militia yeah. with a with a chain of command and the proper training. These people and, would be fucked, say, right? And I'm yeah. not advocating that, Susan. I'm just saying. In theory. What, yeah. What I'm saying, what do you think the, the response to that would be? Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, it's it's uh, it's all they have, I guess. Is is January sixth? I, I as I mentioned, I love browsing the comment threads on local news stories about January sixth, or tweet threads of you know from Politico or Huffington Post or other uh, lefty or uh, news sources, things like that. I I was doing it the other day, and someone said seriously, they killed three police officers. What a retard. They didn't even kill. They didn't kill one. One. I Two know. guys killed themselves like days after. And Brian Sicknick, you know, he had he had his stroke or whatever. But even if that were cow. true, though, uh, like in retaliation, they kill three oath breakers defending the Capitol pointlessly so that a bunch of government officials can take our God given rights. It's like, fuck these people. I don't care. And that's not even what happened. But if that had happened, I'd still be taking the same stance. The lies are so durable. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, did uh, I read that one? I, yeah. yeah, I think so. Incompetent Hand says, um, I've noticed the political horseshoe in my social circle, uh, social circles. I work with chicks in their early 20s who are dumb, woke, and a, about half claim to be some version of gay because otherwise they're just another racist Karen. On the flip side, I know chicks bucking 40 who are pretty fun. And while they're not woke, to say uh, high school drama is an insult to high schoolers. They're single moms who scream, fight, and cry. If they're not cheating and doing coke, they knowingly date guys who do. Observationally, the younger girls uh, claim to reject tradition but are ultimately prudish identitarians, while the seemingly cooler chicks embrace destructive debauchery. Do you think this trend will continue, and how could this play out politically as well as in the dating world? Ugh, what a disaster. I mean, mm. I don't really have a problem with early 20s dumb woke women. If the, if we've learned anything from the last, I don't know, decade, uh, it's that women just, t- they have to be led. They they need to be led. A, a 20-year-old that doesn't know anything but is somewhat open-minded, that's pretty par for the course. Mm-hmm. I bet these 40-year-olds are far more insidious from a cultural level, don't you think? Uh, well, there there are few creatures more dangerous than the um, yeah the the single childless forty fifty plus year old woman like they they yeah well, absolutely is it single moms oh they're moms okay so maybe yeah. that's not exactly what we're dealing with but yeah. I do am I getting in trouble for saying some of the, yes I I do think that there's just something inherent in the psychology of women and this is not a bad thing like. I in the same way I want to be a dad. Women have a drive to be moms and to to um cultivate and maintain family. That's it's it's just something they're hardwired to do. And when you strip them of that, duping them into believing that it's actually a career and all this independence that they want, they end up extremely unhappy and that manifests itself in really crazy destructive ways either to themselves or to the people around them. Um so in that way yeah, I would say they're more dangerous because the ones who are in their 20s, they they have that they have their time to realize what it is that they want in life. And, and I guess that correct. wasn't really his question. That, like, how is this going to play out in the next few decades? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the the 20 year old woke leftist is going to turn into the used up 40 year old single mom who's all coked out. I mean, that's this is a natural mm-hmm. progression. These aren't two distinctly different women. One is just the necessary result of the other. One is just uh, the future for the other in yeah. twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think? But how will this play out politi- or in the dating world? Well, I don't know. I mean, the dating world is so screwed. I I think that the 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 distortion and the 
just the 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 absolute um destruction of the relationship between the genders and gender norms is is behind so much of the problems that we face. Oh, yeah. Men and women are are happiest with each other in traditionally male uh, traditionally masculine and feminine roles. And now oh, that we've I messed this hours with, ago. Okay. Yeah, now that now that we've messed with that, it has all sorts of secondary effects like this. So um I I uh how uh, just like everything else that we've decided to do politically or ideologically, I think it's it's a bad outlook for the uh for the dating world for the next <laughs> yeah. for the next few years for the next few years yeah. until we return to a society that that values um that values marriage and views that as a as a valuable goal for men and women together and yep. and doesn't think it's like some settling thing or some some stupid thing that you shouldn't do you should go to europe and find yourself and be independent and seek a seek some career as a corporate officer or something. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I did all those things. Um, <laughs> well, but you learned in time. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Uh okay, let's do some super chats and then we'll all right. Um Carter Mobile says, "How much should I send blonde?" This com- this question makes me very uncomfortable. Hmm. Send me nothing. I'm happy with my financial situation, <laughs> but I appreciate the sentiment. Um, Joshy boy, hearing the previous caller talk about farming, put a smile on my face. That's a profession I'm striving for right now. Uh, I think I banned you, Joshy boy. Yeah, I banned him on Sunday. How is he back? (laughs) I I don't know. He was one that said I was a terrible mother. So I just banned him. Mm. Um, after this kindness thing. Yeah. Screw you, Joshy boy. Give you your money back. Uh, Josiah Magnuson says, um, James Lindsay's video, Hegel, wokeness, and the dialectical faith of leftism. It's really a good starting point. Okay. Oh, for CRT type stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Presumably. Gentleman activist. It's being said in chat, but CRT is just like Common Core. It drives a wedge between kids and parents who can no longer help with homework, et cetera. Simultaneously, society is shaming disengaged parents and pushing parents out. It's also an incentive for people to homeschool. Um, So, you know, yeah. Hmm. Silver linings. I can't believe that I've been basically fully converted after all my skepticism of homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, it's like who yeah. in God's name would send their child willingly to a public school now? Now I know there are complications and you're not yeah. always in position to do that. And I hope that I will be able to remove my kids from these insane public schools, but um, I'll have a little bit of time to strategize on that front. Did I ban Joshy boy? It might've been somebody else. Joshy boy. Did you tell me I was a terrible mother on Sunday? Cause I tried well, to ban you, but but now I see just, you in here. Now you're just making wild accusations. I banned somebody for that on Sunday. I'm huh. pretty sure it was him. But he's back now. So if that's not you, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, Knuckle hunky buck. I'm so proud of my family. None of us fell for the mass social distance BS at all last year. My family too. We never missed a holiday together. Only one sibling got the jab after careful consideration. Well, that's not so bad. I hope you have lots of siblings though, hmm. because that one sibling is uh, going to die in two years. <laughs> Nice knowing you. Yeah. Nice knowing you. John Martin, just for the Gail King comment and the eye roll, shared it with my wife and you got a big thumbs up. We appreciate that. Mm. Um, what did we say about her? Just that she's an idiot for her Thanksgiving thing? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Josiah Magnuson, you sent the same super chat in twice. Please let us know if you would like us to return the higher yeah, valued you can, one. You can just send me an email and I can take care of it if that was accidental. <gasps> Joshy Boy did say that. You okay. bastard. 
Are you swinging the axe now? Is that what you're doing? Listen, I am a good mom and I'm not going to be told otherwise because you guys value kindness in your children. You're a faggot. That's all I have to say. Not <laughs> Are you. you. Pointing? Well, I mean, no, that's, no, uh, if I value kindness in my in my kids, then I guess I am. But well, we've kind of already ironed out what I mean by that. And no, no, not you. I, I would never call you a faggot. Never. I'm, not to your face. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was talking to a Joshy boy. Um, Kalakai. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Kalakai. But mine ended up in the bottom of Lake uh, Penderoyal. Oops. Um, how do you say that? I, I thought it was Ponderay. Is it Ponderay? Yeah. I hear people around here say Penderoyal. Well, they it's must be, be Californians Ponderay. who just moved to Idaho. Okay. Because it's I, one of those Idaho names that I'm a, I'm afraid I've lived there for three years and I'm afraid to say it out loud because I hear people say it. P- Penderoy, Ponderoyal. I've always heard Ponderay, but I'm not, you know, I'm still pretty far away from that part of Montana, well, Idaho. So it's got to be French. Yeah. I think it is Ponderay. Uh, there's got to be. Let's see if we can get a. I really should know this. Three years of living out here. There's no. Well, here's one of those YouTube videos. That's like, you know, it could be five seconds, but it's there on uh, the lower. Uh, and, and like, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy P says truth isn't as simple as lying or not at all costs. From a Christian view, it necessarily requires a moral component, i.e. speak that which is moral. Yes. Mm. That's, that, a, that's an interesting speak that which is moral. Yes. That's an interesting way of, of phrasing it. Um, Something can be, I guess something can be moral, but also false. Yeah. Because it's speaking to a higher morality, I, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Ben Riley, Matt 527 says, but let your yes mean yes. And your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. Jesus leaves no room for white lies. You guys cannot possibly be telling me that Jesus would rather you not lie than resist government tyranny. I just think there's got to be. I think there's got to be some exception for at least the most extreme example. Again, can you lie your way out of a gulag or is that immoral in a, in a Christian teaching? Right. And then um, thou shalt not kill it doesn't say except for in self-defense, but obviously, right. you know, kill rather than be killed. So, you know, I, I think that you're probably thinking about this uh, in too black and white a manner. Uh, Knuckle honky buck, make Legos great again. Uh, thank you. Sir, she says Kamala's spirit animal is the porcupine, except, you know, the porcupine has thousands and thousands of pricks sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Earned rim shot. Okay, um, let me reload. Lapco 92. Uh, couldn't call it the Wuhan flu because it would offend China, so they switched a variant strain to the Greek alphabet for consistency. It'll get fun as the 14th Greek letter is XIZI. Um, dummies. Hmm. Okay. Oh, G uh, is... G, like, yeah, yeah G yeah. as in President G. Um, took me a second. Uh, John yeah. Martin, January 6th should uh, be known as the remonst- remonstration. Remonstration. Hmm. Um, let me reload this. It might make my computer explode. Do you have this? Uh, Knuckle Hunky Buck, always struggling to say it, says a well-built playset being necessary to the foundation of a fun time. The right 
of the people to own and build Legos shall not be infringed. I like that one. Uh, Is that the last one? I think and I like that you, uh, I don't know if that's a subtle reference to Keith Olbermann earlier, but yeah, it does say own Legos, Keith, not just keep and bear Legos, but own Legos. That's the last one on YouTube um, that I see. Let's, uh, we do have at least one over on Tippy Stream. Haywood says, if and when the dollar collapses, would you rather have uh, Pinochet, Pinochet, am I pronouncing it correctly? Pinochet, yeah. Uh, Uncle A, Mao, or Lenin? Uh, give me the helicopter. I mean, I'm not yeah, a great totally. world history mind, but the helicopter guy seems pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, great. Hmm. Okay, I think we're set over here. Oh, and uh, thank you for your support for the show as well. Very kind, appreciate it. I am not going to be niggardly. And okay, we're good on Tippy Stream. Uh, Trovo, we're set, and we're good over on D Live too. So that will do it tonight. Uh, appreciate you guys, you guys hanging out with us very fun as always and um, we'll be back on Sunday to talk about whatever else happens the rest of this week plus um, we're, we're working on a short interview I think will be interesting I don't want to tease it too much because I never like to say we have guests until they show up for sure but yeah. uh, I think we'll have some interesting listening uh, from a guest perspective on uh on Sunday, other than that, I don't know whatever else happens between now and Sunday, we'll talk about um, for sure, and we'll see you then. Have a good night. Bye, guys.